With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Let's Get Jacked Up on Fringe Radio Network. My name's Armando Junior Hernandez, and I'm going to be the shooter of Westgate 2020. This is to get back to mean society, so let's get this done. At least three people have been shot after a suspected gunman opened fire at Glendale's Westgate Entertainment District. Glendale police believe that a lone man with a gun walked into the shopping complex and started shooting, possibly recording himself on several social media platforms. Right now, we're working to confirm the validity of those videos. Glendale police have the suspect in custody. In the meantime, police want everyone to know that this is not an active shooter situation. However, the area is closed off until further notice. A suspect is in custody this morning after a shooting at Westgate. Law enforcement working to figure out why exactly he walked into the entertainment district and opened fire. Three people were shot, one of them still in critical condition this morning. We've had crews on scene since that story broke last night. Carla Navarrete is in Glendale for us. Uh, Carla, Westgate remains closed this morning, but what else is happening there? Oh, lots of lots of happening here this morning. We've got here since about midnight and police. Police have been working through the night. Just 20 minutes ago, we saw them taking away a white four-door sedan. You're taking a look at that video now. That white four-door sedan believed to be the suspect's car, although I will tell you police have yet to confirm that information. Lots of law enforcement here at Westgate, and for now, this place is shut down. Now, just as people were starting to get into the normalcy, quote-unquote, of things, uh, as coming, they're coming out to restaurants, coming out shopping and enjoying a great evening, they were terrified by a shooter who took to social media and broadcasted to the world basically what he was planning on doing and as he was doing it out here at Westgate. Now right now police have not said what that motive might have been but witnesses telling us ABC 15 that he showed up here around 7:30 last night and was according to those witnesses carrying an AR-15 police police have yet to confirm that in that detail as well. They also say he fired dozens of rounds 15 to 20 according to one witness. Three people were taken to the hospital, one with life-threatening injuries. Now, we spoke with two women who were inside a bar at the time, Bar Louis. They tell us their terrifying moments as all of a sudden lights went out. Take a listen to what else they had to say. And then all of a sudden the power went out. Yep. And I heard kind of like a pop, like a shot. So we all turned around and everybody in the yard house like took off. They jumped in the fence. There was people like running from the actual hallways like into the east passageway. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, and we didn't know what was going on. We're like, oh, they're running from their cabs or something. That's and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the Bar Louis manager just told all of us to run to the bathroom. So everybody that was yeah. in Bar Louis um, ran actually into the restroom. And we just barricaded ourselves in. 
um, a guy picked up a trash can and was like, if somebody's coming in, we're gonna... Yeah, we're gonna hurt yeah. somebody. One girl, actually, that was in the bar with us, one of the girls got shot. Yeah. She was in the bar with us. Um, but she ran out. She so instead of staying, she ran out she got shot in the knee. Yeah. Yeah, and when police got on scene, they didn't have to use deadly force. The suspect surrendered. We're told, uh, it was reported to us that once police got to him, he was not actively shooting. Coming to you live somewhere deep in Fresno, California, it's Let's Get Jacked Up! Sinners Saved by Grace. Now, here are your hosts, Tim and Bobby. Welcome to... Let's get jacked up! Yeah! I don't think this is working. Yeah! Uh, your effects is all the way down. Well, that would be it. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> working now? No. Hello? Did the effects <laughs> on the bottom? See that oh, effects? Oh, hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> wow you know i we had this is the first time in a long time that we've all been welcome, together welcome back cotter right <laughs> i gave you all this lead up i said tim come early so we can prep all this stuff and here i thought you were just trying to go all natural yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh care bear is always, back always the optimist <laughs> i was like oh Tim's giving up on all the fake stuff, going all natural. No, <laughs> no, not not if fake. it's within his power. <laughs> if I got the buttons, I will press it. <laughs> Ask his wife. Oh, but a ching chong, ting tong. Oh wait, that's racist. What? No side effect for that one. <laughs> Come on, Tim. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Jacked Up. We are live this Thursday evening. Yes, we are in uh, Fresno, California, and a lot's going on. I would say what's going on, but a lot's going on, Bobo. Yeah, I would agree that there is a lot going on. We have got uh, corona things going on. People are starting to open up. Here locally, they actually, Fresno passed uh, things that starting next week, they're allowing more businesses to open, including restaurants, to allow them to sit in so long as they've done a, like this self-check thing. So I think that's pretty Praise cool. Praise the Lord. I cannot wait for to eat next to Pexi Glass. Well, I know, right? What do you think about uh, what happened in uh, Atwater, California? Refresh my memory. They are claiming themselves to be a sanctuary city against the state for businesses. So they're basically claiming that our, our, we are a sanctuary city for businesses that want to open. Okay. So basically the same way that uh, California has become a sanctuary state <laughs> for, for illegals illegal immigrants. so that they, will, they can come and they won't be uh, prosecuted by ICE, they won't be gathered up. Atwater has done the same thing. They've made that claim, except instead of for illegals, it is for yes. uh, businesses, so citizens. How do you like that, Governor? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how the long term on it. Right. 
Yeah, but a new. Have you ever been to Atwater? Yeah, actually, I, I have. Mean... <laughs> I've driven through it a few times. It's yeah, on the way exactly. to Motown. Driven through it. I, I had to stop times. to use the, t- the Tinkle one time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have a lot more places to Tinkle. Well, it's crazy because their main street. I, I, okay, for those of you who live in Atwater, please oh, don't no. get mad at me. But they're in between Merced and Modesto, and I want to say that their their main street is actually like the 99 extension or something. Like it's it's wow. it's like the night. Yeah, it's not a very big. I mean, it's it's a decent enough town. It reminds but, me kind of like a Kerman or oh, wow. you know maybe Sanger type. Yeah, that is small. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but it's right on the freeway. So, yeah. Is well, there, is there a prison there? No, that's Chowchilla. Right? That's the Chili Chow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh yes, that's the big one. <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah. But All I right. just I just yeah. don't I don't see the point. Like it's just like everyone right now is just trying to be like, hey, look what I can do. You know, like it's look what I can get away with. Yeah, or like like it's all about one upping right now. Well, but like, that goes for both sides. So you got the one uppers on those who are like, I'm not gonna wear a mask, even if Costco tells me I have to. I'm gonna just yeah. stand there boycott, and they're gonna kick me out, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> you know, and my thoughts are this is so, and this is the thing about see me, your right? Face when he did that, I bet it's my old my old man cheeks. They blared out quite far, right? Uh, the thing that kills me about this is that it's like. You're going to a private business who's made a decision. You either follow that decision or you don't shop there. I mean, I agree. it's the same reason with the, the that I've always stood on with this whole thing is like, hey, let people decide where they want to go. Open everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, like let people make their own decisions. I agree. I think the two extremes are wrong. I think if you just you know, like you said, if the if the store says you got to wear a mask, well, just wear a mask. I mean, come on, are we going to be there fifteen minutes? I just feel like that's how we've gotten <laughs> to Costco, where we no. are. Like that's how we've gotten to where we are. Is everyone's constantly trying to one up, where it's just not even based on facts anymore. It's just about well, we're doing this, or we're going to do that, and we're going to. And it's just like, oh my gosh, everyone! I swear, you're both pretty. You know, it's <laughs> like you don't have to constantly be trying to do outdo what someone else has done and i just i don't know i just think it's ridiculous like i mean the i wear masks at work every single day i work 10 hour days and it's awful don't get me wrong but if that's what's gonna allow me to keep my job slash allow my business to stay open then that's what i'm gonna do sure I don't know. And then, you know, the idea that, like, my rights are being impeded. Like, I did see this this one video about this woman who was super upset about the fact that she couldn't go into the grocery store because she doesn't have a mask on. She's saying she has an underlying condition, that she's not able to wear a mask. And it's like, okay, how many other grocery stores are in your town? Like, yeah. they're not all requiring masks. So maybe go to the store that doesn't require you to wear a mask. But instead, right. she makes this huge scene and talks about suing and talks about, and it's always, you know, to the manager on site. And it's just kind of like, look, what you don't understand is that I don't own this right. store. Yes. I am just following what the people who do own this have asked me to do. And Have you just, had that at your work? Um, like, we honestly, because we haven't really been, um, we've only been open on the inside for to-go orders only since Monday. Everything else has been drive-through only. Yeah. But we are running into a few things where it's just like, because we are drive-through only, we're getting anywhere from 40 to 50 cars at a time. And so they are wrapping out onto the street and things like that. And it's like, we can't control, like, 
who can and can't come through our drive through like if they're willing to wait we're going to serve them so that's like you know so people are getting really upset about that and they want us to do something about it and i'm mean, like please in 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 enlighten me on how you would like for me to stop people from coming into my drive through without stopping my drive through business at all right you know like so it's just i people think that there's this one right answer or one resolution to everything and it's like no like this is this is uncharted territory and we're dealing with it as we go you know so it's just yeah it's it's been just interesting but yeah like so you know again being a manager of a business like and seeing these things online when people are just totally going off on the manager on site it's like look like these are not my rules, rules, my own personal rules. Please don't insult me like like I'm a bad person for making you do this. I am just enforcing what is allowing us to stay in business and allowing us to not go under, which, you know, my company right. in particular, that probably could never happen. But there are these other places who, yeah, like this is their livelihood. This is what they've had, you know, and they're going to abide by all the laws that are required of them. And they're doing their best. And, and yet, there's always going to be someone that's just like, you know, I, I don't know. Why Why do people want to make a big deal? Like, it just right. blows my mind. Like, you're really not that important. You like, bring up an inter- <laughs> interesting point, though, because you say that, you know, that may not never ha- ever happen. But how are you guys doing with meat? Because that's all you sell is hamburgers. And- Um, You know, honestly, like we've not been told that there's a scarcity at all. And a lot of that is because we have always been so particular about our meat that we've always had private like growers and private, you know, we're very much into how it's how it's born, raised, fed, all of that. And so we're not really in the private sector. And not only that, there's not a shortage of cows. It's the idea of a shortage of like plants that will process it, but we do everything in house. So that doesn't really affect us. So side note, did you see the, uh, the new video out about how much your, uh, uh, single fried fries suck? Oh yeah, no. I they just came out. Oh, it's an eleven. <laughs> I watched about ten and a half minutes of this eleven and a half minute video, and the whole time I'm like, "You're really wasting eleven of my minutes to tell me this. This is so stupid." And they're like saying, "Well, you know, this restaurant tour, yeah." Uh, I like th- your fries. This restaurateur says this about the fries, and and this uh, food critic from L.A. and another one from San Francisco both said the same thing that they're dreary and limp and tasteless <laughs> and blah blah blah. And it's because they use this particular potato that isn't found in the grocery stores, and it's maybe that's why because people are used to a certain taste and they're not as starchy and blah 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 and th- telling all this stuff. And I'm just like, you guys are idiots. Like right. they're they're fries. This one guy said, like, they even posted how one customer makes it a point to throw his fries away every time he gets them. And I'm like, don't maybe, order them. Maybe we don't order. But, you know, again, that is that, and, you know, I hate using the word entitlement, but that is that entitlement issue where it's just like, I'm going to do this because I can and because I'm trying to throw it in your face. And I'm just kind of like, move along, bro. I will have the other 3,500 fries I sell in one day. You know, yeah. you're 3,501. I'm sorry, but, like, that's not going to be a big deal to me. Like, you know, like, great. You've exercised your right to do that. Awesome. Yeah. Mer- America. Hope you feel you know, better. It's like, but other than that, it's like really like, and again, but again, it's that idea of one upping. It's that idea of like constantly wanting to do more than the last person. Like, you know, I'm going to sh- really show them like how I feel about this. Or it's like, okay, do you feel better? Okay, cool. See you tomorrow. Right. Cool. Thank you for that $2 worth of, of, 
business that you gave me. <laughs> it's like, like those. Pe- it's like those people who are gay and they go to um, they go to uh, what's we call it. Um, uh, Chick Fil A, and they'll say they just they just took my gay money, and I'm like, no, you this capitalism, you just can you know whatever. Anyways, so we got to take a break, uh, and uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds. Hey, there you go, dude. That's such an awesome concert by Crushing the Deceiver. What a great rock band they are. Oh man, my stomach is craving some good food right about now. Oh, dude, you said cravings. You know what? There's a restaurant called Cravings. It's on Herndon and Armstrong and Clovis. Yeah, they make wood-grilled burgers and dogs, but they're delicious, man. They're delicious. Oh, yeah, that place sounds perfect. Let's go check it out. Cravings is located at 2220 Herndon Avenue in Clovis, California. They are open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. closed on Sundays. Family Night Tuesdays get four Crave Burgers, two full orders of fries for $19.99 after 4 p.m. Wednesdays is Senior Day. Anyone over 55 gets 15% off their order. Every Saturday is a Sausage Saturdays. Get a dollar off all sausages. Order ahead by calling 559-299-7669. Satisfy your food craving today. Sausage Saturdays, man. Hey, we're back. Uh, Let's get jacked up on the Fringe Radio I forgot that commercial, man. You know, because when we were doing the whole remote stuff, I can't ever hear the commercials. That is a spectacular commercial. (laughs) We got Bobby Raymond and his lovely wife, Karen Raymond, here. And we're going to be talking about false flags. Of course, we had a shooting yesterday in Arizona. And uh, that was something that happened last night. And then uh, this, this morning. morning, we had a, mm-hmm. what is it called? Uh, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi Air mm-hmm. Force. It was a naval Navy base, right? Ba- yeah, Navy yeah. base, sorry. And um, so I, I believe we're going to see a lot more of these things the next two to four months because so wait, it's an false, election year. Did you say false flags? <laughs> false flags, yes. What it, okay, for the layman, what yeah. does that mean? Go ahead, Tim. Well, okay, so a false flag is basically something that's been pre-planned. Uh, okay. By the elite, and, and by elite, do you mean Illuminati, or are we the talking government, about higher government. than the government, whatever? It's the secret societies, okay. the people uh, who did the Soros. Super Bowl show. Is oh. that what is the, the same people? <laughs> the people who did the Super Bowl show is that? Yes. Oh, okay. Now you're into it. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So th- this has all been planned out, and so yeah. Go but ahead. usually every election year, this pops up, and there's more and more happening. If you actually take a look at it uh and there's going to be more the next two to four months because it's a it is an election year and they're trying all their stops you see the globalist they know that this is the time that they got to strike they've got they don't want to waste this okay so let me ask you this yes. question tim because you know you follow this stuff a lot deeper than i do um we had company over last night and we were kind of talking about things really and um and as a husband and wife, the wife is very much – she's kind of a noob to the com- conspiracy theory ideals. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's just a lot of stuff that she has a hard time – like she didn't know about the Illuminati cards and all that stuff that you had uh, shown. Yeah. But um, one thing that we are kind of talking about is that, that there's – people are terrified. The people in the far – that are deep in this, this deep state, if you will, mm-hmm. they're terrified. And, 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 um, and I was telling them that there's a good chance you're going to see people that you wouldn't expect come out in the wash. Like yeah. Trump, I feel like, is really exposing this Obamagate thing that's going yes. on. I think that that is 
in itself a cover for something deeper. It's to throw the gu- it's to throw people off, right? Like the media and stuff, because he's going to go dig deep. And I feel like he's going to like like I was saying. Could you imagine if somebody like say Tom Hanks or say The Rock ends up in some hot water because right. of you know things that have to do with all of this propaganda? And that's why you're seeing stuff. so much hatred right now. I believe right. um, that's part of it. And so. Uh, what's what he's doing? I believe is kind of going, moving, going back and getting the guys in the back all the way to the front, and that's pretty much how you do it with war as well. So, um, I got this. Uh, I looked up this guy, Junior Hernandez, the guy that was shot was shooting last night in Arizona. So Armando Hernandez Junior was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona where he currently attends Arizona State University. Oh, so he's a college kid. Yeah, and he's studying business as well as Chinese language and culture. He seeks opportunities to use his leadership experience and passion for culture diversity to make a positive impact in his community. Is this his dating profile? Is that what you're reading? (laughs) (laughs) Including a... I know, including by founding his high school's first LBGTQ club and serving as one of its first officers. So you're saying you're saying that he's quite possibly not a conservative, not necessarily a gun enthusiast, right? Isn't that interesting? Uh, Hernandez has been out as a gay Latino since age 13 and has faced many life-changing obstacles from. A young age. Hey, so, Tim, really quickly, yeah. I just want to have you notice I, I found this thing just sitting on my lap. I'd say it's Can more than hi? a thing. Yeah. Can you say hi? Hi. <laughs> Can you say, what's your name? What's your name? No. no. <laughs> She's a tired girl. <laughs> She's right. beautiful. Mama's going to go put her to bed right now. Can yes. you say bye? Say, I love you. Bye. Hi. <laughs> say, I love you. Yes, okay, thank you. That's my <laughs> two-year-old, everybody. She's very tired and very shy. Anyway... So back to the serious matter. <laughs> it, is, it is great that, to that be here live. It's uh, uh, real but, fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and the hard part about that is that, okay, so that's the guy's profile, right? I mean, it's it's not necessarily his physical profile. Like, is that how he labels himself? Or is that just how somebody else has described him? Yeah. I don't know where I where this – but this popped up, I mean, uh, right away. Okay. Because <clears throat> so. the thing that's cr- curious to me is that what is – what was his grand purpose? So, I don't know, when he was videotaping, he did it on social media, and he said, this is basically... Was it like another fa- was another Facebook Live thing, or what? Yeah, it was social media. I think it was on uh, Instagram and uh, something else. Okay, so it was, a simul- it was just like yeah. a simulcast thing. Right. Okay. And um, so he's like, this is because all the mean people... Ba- I'm paraphrasing, yeah. not word for word, but that's essentially what he said, because all the mean people in the world, and here we go, and he starts shooting. So, uh, and it was an AK style weapon, um, semi-automatic or was, um, what's a legal one? It was an A something, an AR fifteen. Yes, thank you, AR fifteen. Okay. So, which is so funny to me. So, think about this: the kid, where did he get the weapon? Is it something that he's had? Is it something that was given to him? Is it something he found? Those are questions that right. you need to know because. Right. 
the from listening to his profile, the way you described him, he doesn't sound like a gun enthusiast. No, he doesn't come across as somebody who is, you know, um, standing up. He's offended because of the second rights being violated, right? Um, so it's it's almost as if he is, in a sense, trying to push that need for more restriction. Yeah, which is to me an interesting case because if we get if we start getting the minute I'm telling you, man, within days of the Second Amendment being restricted, there's going to be a civil war because you're going to have the government pushing in hard. That's my speculation, sure. and we the people pushing back equally hard. Right. I mean, militia was the whole purpose. The whole purpose of the Second Amendment was to was for the, the in case of militia. Right. And and uh, I feel like we're getting really close to that. Do you see what's happening though with this young man? Uh, he's killing two birds with one stone. No pun intended here, because yeah. Yeah. he is the LGBTQ, and he and he feels like all his life he's been bullied. Sure. And, and so I'm there's sure a sympathy has. thing, and right? so there's that. You know, right. He's pushing that agenda yeah, sure. as well as pushing, hey, let's get rid of guns agenda. See, so they're going full force. And then, uh, have you heard anything about it from the media yet about like um, the atrocities and how this is just another example of? No, or whatever? honestly, I've been man. I was editing all day today, so okay. I didn't really watch news or anything, but. Except for this and uh, yeah. the other story, but yeah, I mean, there's just a you know, I, I, it's just a lot of crazy stuff going on. You know, I mean, it, it's amazing how being in the in the like, I take myself off of Facebook for you know three four days at a time, and you miss a lot, dude. You happens. miss a lot because here's the crazy thing is that we no longer have a normal source of of coverage. It's everything is Facebook, everything right. is Instagram, everything is Twitter. If you're not on those things, it becomes very hard to get the normal information. Yes. Because especially now, like I went to, um, there's like uh, some news medias like Blaze, right? The Blaze is the Glenn Beck um, uh, channel or whatever. You can check out some of their stuff, but if you want to get the real content, you need a subscription. Right. Um, Fox... CNN, all of these guys, like if you want to get like the in-depth stories on things, you need a paid subscription. Well, and unfortunately, you, know? you have to do it that way now. Otherwise, you get one extreme or the other. Yeah. You can't get fair news anymore. Yeah, it, it's really know? impossible. So, Well, but do you think that that's like... Uh, that there's benefit to that, like you know, because sorry, coming back in yeah. halfway through, but um, like you know, you talk about the the harm. Well, from what I understood, the harm of that everything's on Facebook, Instagram, all of these like instant forums. Whereas before, you know, I can remember growing up. When did we get the news? Well, uh, it was a five o'clock news, yeah, but the but you know the ten o'clock or the issue though. Is, one of the drawbacks of this uh, Facebook culture is that you know people are too. Trigger happy. They're too quick to. I mean, there was a couple of times where um, you know uh, news media sources had to redact what they initially said because they were sharing information that was speculation and treating it as truth, 
and this was like five or six years ago, like but now it's the norm. But I f- yeah, exactly. I feel like your major forums, the ones that you are paying for, yeah. are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That, but because that's everything that's is it. just about it being Every- so instant. We want you to be the first to know. We want you to be, you know, and it used to be that you could only see it on, you know, broadcast TV. And so they would be like breaking news, you know, and you knew it was bad if they broke in, you know, the middle, <laughs> in the middle, of, of, Seinfeld. The middle of Seinfeld, yeah. you know, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> are we all going to die? You know, but instead it was just, you know, there's a convenience store got robbed or how funny would that be though right so you know you watch that uh, uh, you're watching Seinfeld just as it starts and all of a sudden breaking news and they tell you this super tragic thing and then it'll say now returning to your regularly sco- uh, scheduled program already in progress right. and it comes to Kramer opening the door like whoa <laughs> I just wow. think that would be funny that was a moment you guys shared I'm actually kind of sad we weren't online for that one <laughs> it was wow we gotta got pick that. and choose you got film you know yeah well she got that in stereo though like the same the same like mannerisms it was exactly, and everything right? yeah. so, anyway it was like sorry. looking in a mirror yeah. oh my gosh uh so that happened and then what corporate christie you know yeah in uh corpus christie there was that guy they th- I, nobody got in i think he uh they they he tried somebody tried to ram a vehicle through the checkpoint then they put up the barriers uh the guy then got out and began to shoot but they ended up killing him um, he did end up um, – I think he ended up wounding a couple of officers, but not not fatally. Uh, but they're actually speculating that there's another, there may be another person involved. Mm. Inside, we outside, begin- I don't know. In with breaking news out of Corpus Christi That's, where oh, someone opened fire at a naval station. Good morning and thank you for joining us. I'm Andy Sirota. And I'm Christine Noel. At this hour, we Tim understand Parrish. that the shooter <laughs> has been neutralized. That's what the Navy is <laughs> saying. Neutralized, <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Was he castrated? Is that what that means? is a word for death. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he had a vasectomy. I don't know. It's been around 7 o'clock this morning. The Naval Air Station went into lockdown after the shooter was reported near one of the facility's gates. We're told that one security officer was injured in the shooting. Their condition has not been released. NCIS, the FBI, as well as state and local law enforcement agencies are on the scene. Channel 2's Phil Archer is headed down to Corpus Christi. We will have live reports on air and online later today. Thank you, Phil. What's funny is I'm pretty sure she said something to the effect of, uh, oh, man, I just lost it. Never mind. (laughs) I had it. I was trying to get you to cut it so I can make my two cents worth, but I lost it. And then I started reading my uh, my topics for my news, and I got sidetracked. Sorry. Yes, once again, not able to drive and talk at the same time, but... So this, yeah. the shooter is a 35-year-old Muslim conver- convert, thank ah. you, Simar al-Ahid. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, I hid. see a picture of him there. Oh. Wait, the audience cannot. Yes. But. Interesting. He yeah. converted to Islam? Yes. So he you is get a, convert. a change of name when yes. you convert? Oh, interesting. You, you can select, well, because you you're not a true that, Muslim unless you've got the name of God You would think that in the process of, of getting there. your new social yeah. security card, that would be a red flag. But you know. Samir <laughs> a lot of times they don't, they don't change their name legally. Mm. They just be having just AKA, on Facebook. Yeah, right. they change their status. They yeah. really do. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, no. One thing I was gonna say, like while you guys were doing that and were you know laughing, like please, please do not misunderstand. This is a very tragic thing of course. that happened, and like we do not want to be seen as making light of this at all. It's just there's you know the idea of. The different words that are being used were comical, but it's definitely not anything to be made light of. Like, yeah. And uh, by the way, a false flag, just because it's a false flag doesn't mean people don't get hurt or killed. All it means is it was was pre-planned by 
people that, in other words, people who are pushing an agenda, pushing an agenda driven. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, which, by the way, I, I think that's a bunch of crap. But I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. Yes. So, like, but I think I. I but think listen to my. You words. know what's crazy okay. though is that it the will, pawns in a game of chess feel the yeah. same way. Oh, yes, I know. We're all sheep. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, this will increase. There will be more shootings in the next two to four months. Well, and I'll tell you why, too, because we've had such a lull, right? I mean, people are posting on Facebook. People are making comments on TV shows and things about how there's been this decrease in, in um, uh, mass shootings since this whole COVID thing is going on. Um, and how there's like, you know, I mean, obviously school shootings, that's a self-evident one because there's nobody in schools. Yeah. But once every, it's, it's as if there was like this, okay, so that's what you think. Let me show you what we can do. No, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think it's just more the idea of like, okay, well, now I've actually got targets. Whereas before, mm. what's the point of shooting one or two when I, you know, like once things open up, there'll be more options. Yeah, I can see that. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about freedom. <gasps> oh, we'll be back. I find myself really, really, really at a loss for words for what I'm about to talk about. So the, the images that you're seeing here next to me are images of a church from my home state of Mississippi. And uh, this particular church was active in regards of our rights, not only as free American citizens, but also our rights as Christians to be able to hold church services if we so deem that we want to. And uh, I am on board with this. I've talked about this a lot. At the end of the day, we are a free people in a free society, and we cannot get into the business of telling people how they can worship, when they can worship, where they can worship. Our rights during a pandemic do not go away. There is no pandemic clause in our Constitution. But what happened just yesterday is one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. This church in my hometown of Mississippi was burned down, and spray-painted in the parking lot by a coward or cowards uh, was bet you stay home now you hypocrites <clears throat> bet you stay home now you hypocrites wow but let's not even talk about the irony of someone calling christians wanting to worship hypocrites at the same time them going and burning down that church and then spray-painting bet you stay home you hypocrite let's not even talk about the irony of the fact that those people were in fact not home to be able to burn down this church those people had to go out, get the supplies needed, and burn down this church. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that I speak for a lot of people when I say that it's no secret that Christianity has been under attack for quite some time now. And it's no secret that our rights and our freedoms as Americans to practice our religion how we want, the way we want to, has been under attack and increasingly under scrutiny more and more and more. But ladies and gentlemen, I will say to you this, that this pandemic, if it's done one thing, it has not only brought all of that to light, it has brought out pure and total hatred for people. And instead of us banding together, whether you believe in fear, you believe in freedom. Whether you believe in fear, you believe in faith. It has brought out true hatred from people. The, the, the people that want to worship, the people that want to go out and provide for their families at their job, they don't hate anyone. They just want their rights and their freedoms. But someone that would burn down a church... For that church wanting to have their rights to be able to worship their God the way that they want to. Who is the hypocrite here? Who is the true person of hate? Ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to what is going on. And please, share this message. Because this is what I want to say to my fellow Christians out there. 
Do not stop fighting. Do not stop speaking. Do not stop standing for our faith. And do not stop fighting for what you know and I know to be true. That Jesus is king. That God is in control, no matter what the circumstances may be. And to the people who burned down this church, I want to say that I forgive you. And I want to say that the people of Mississippi and the people, the congregation of that church forgives you too. And that you are welcome to the next church service whenever and wherever it may be. God bless you. Uh, I hope that this is an opportunity for God to work in your life and in your heart the correct way. All right. Welcome back. That was uh, Graham Allen. And uh, my wife likes him. I like him too. He's a good guy. He's on Facebook a lot. I'm surprised they haven't taken him down. But um, Graham Allen and talking about the church that just got caught on fire. Well, arson, obviously. So, and uh, I don't know. I bet this is going to happen too, more and more. What's crazy is I didn't even recognize that was Graham Allen because I didn't hear any screaming. Oh, usually he does that. You know, yeah. does his. So whole you know life. who he is. Oh yeah, yeah. My wife likes him. She'll say. Here, look at this one. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. He's so muscular and... and What? Do you know who he, he is there? Not a clue. Uh, no, I didn't sorry. think Does so because you would have chimed in. Does he look like The Rock? <laughs> have we had this conversation no? already? Not at all. Does, oh, okay. Then it doesn't matter. What? Uh, You're over The Rock? Have, when did that happen? He does have a beard like Bobby. <laughs> he does. He might. Some would say that I'm a fat, non-version of him. You're not oh. fat. I don't know where this... Gain weight oh can't come, dude. That's since this whole COVID. Show. Listen, oh since this whole COVID crap has gone on, I am probably plus twenty five pounds. Twenty five oh. to the point I wake up, my joints are swollen, my knees are screaming at me. Yes, really? the only shirts that fit me are the ones that used to belong to me back when I was super super big. Yeah. And actually, like for now, like the ones that used to, I used to keep were like my uh, lounge around the house shirts because they were kind of oversized. Now they're getting a little tight. <laughs> uh, just a side note, folks. Um, he is now in a large instead of a medium. I am in a large that feels like a stuffed sausage. Okay, I've been in a large for a long time. In fact, I'm in extra large sometimes. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. You see, and that's one thing I swore to myself: I'll never buy extra large. So did I. I, I <laughs> First world problem: someone just burned down a church. Back that, on that's focus, true. guys. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, but back to what I was saying before. Yeah, I'm fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, it's crazy about that whole church thing because I saw that pop up on a site, and at first I thought it was um, it was one of those just like uh, COVID prank things, you know, where it's like so, like pushing an agenda or whatever, false just flag. like false. Yeah, it really was <laughs> yeah. like a right wing false flag, right? Thank you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when I looked into it, I was like, wow, somebody actually did that, you know. And at our church, we're having. We're having uh, sessions at church. I mean, granted, they're outside, they're in cars, we're using an FM transmitter, but we're still actively participating with God. And um, so, were these people crazy. like actually inside of the building, just holding regular church? Who knows? Service, like, they may not like have been usual, doing anything. Or I don't even know if the people were in the building when this fire happened. No, 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 no. Like oh. is the reason behind what provoked the oh, because, yeah, because they went to church and uh, I. They probably weren't supposed to, and they defied the whatever restrictions. And Does that so, mean there's going to be a whole lot of um, 
of uh, churches burning down here in the next few weeks when that's, when they do that's, the, the that's Pentecost a Sunday possibility because yeah. uh, if everyone's going to well not everybody in my church isn't doing it but if a lot of people are going to go a lot of the defy, younger churches are like a lot of the like um, the like. These more like, you know, like the big churches and stuff, from what I've seen, they're the ones doing it. So then are we within, and this has just been something that I've been curious about, are we within our constitutional rights to do that? Of course we are. So you have to know, this is all suggestion. Like, people are making such a big deal about these laws that are preventing us from, they are suggestions. The problem is, is that those people in charge who have made the suggestions are enforcing it as if it's law. Well, okay, so it's not law because we didn't vote on it? And really, only like three or four states are doing it. It's, it's, it's the... I'm sorry, guys, but it's true. It's a democratic state. It's California, Michigan, New York, uh, New York, New York. Yeah, New York, and maybe Illinois. Mm. That, those are the four I know of. Well, then, okay. So I guess my question would be, like, you know, again, there is never a reason to burn down a church. But do you feel like these the the quote that was left on the building? You know, maybe now you'll stay home, you hypocrites. Like, do you feel like there's any weight to that? But what are they being a hypocrite about? Well, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, what? Well, that's what's not you, making any sense. I'm, that's, sure, yeah. I'm sure you could speculate it, so my, as to what well, they're so saying. Well, so my big thing is just that they they are be, being called hypocrites because they're breaking the law. Exactly. Right. Which, which would be which what would, I would assume yeah. is what you um, know, just or we're all on the same page. Like for so my conversation we, last night, hypocrites because all Christians are hypocrites, right? People believe yeah. that all I Christians think, are hypocrites. I'm going to go with the first one. On yeah, I know, one. but I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, but regardless of the fact, I mean, it's still, they were breaking the law just as much, like they broke the law more so than these churchgoers. But in theory, and again, this oftentimes goes with the people who are super outspoken about how they feel about Christianity is just, you know, that they're, like you said, they're breaking the law equally, but they're not the ones who are acting holier than thou. Gotcha. They're almost, thing, well, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's just kind of like, well, I'm allowed to because I'm, I'm not saying I'm under any law. Well, you're under the biblical law, or you know, just yeah, I yeah. And I, I could see that. I mean, it, it's, it's difficult because I don't know. It's like just like the whole Antifa thing, right? Antifa, they were all holier than thou because they were against tyranny when they were in fact being more tyrannical than. Tyrannical, 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 tyrannicals. Yeah, they were, they were showing more tyranny. Tyrannical, tyrannical. They were being a tyrannosaurus rex. Yes. Uh, but uh, that they were they were being more so than than what they were supposedly fighting against. You know, I mean, their their ideals are: you think like me, or I beat the crap out of you. Oh my! You know, yeah. well, tell me I, that that's not tyranny. Yeah, and and I guess you know, again, going back to the church, I guess for mm-hmm. me, it's that. That again, there is never a reason to do this. Please do not misunderstand. But I just am very curious if you feel like, you know, again, and I'm sure a lot of pastors would argue with me on this, and that's fine. But it's just, there are laws that have been set out that, you know, I just, I feel biblically we have been told to respect authority. And I know there's the whole idea of unless it compromises your, your ability to serve God. Like, I, Get that. But that's also against our our inalienable rights. First, first I yeah, mean, if you yeah. look, if you think about the Bill of Rights, we have inalienable rights, right? Some of them is, to, you know, it's about the pursuit of happiness. It's about the protection of of uh, the freedom of religion, and you know, and all you of get these together. things. And and uh, and to to prevent people from doing that, 
but it's it's such a it's such a specific thing. I mean, I'm I'm going to be a be a um a, a cliche of the moment, right? But you can't go to church, but you can go to Walmart. You can't go to church, but you can go to Home Depot. You can't you can't go to a park where there's not never more than 30 people but you can go into a walmart where they have you waiting in line but you're six feet apart from each other Mm. if i was to go to the you know we we broke the rules so to speak and went to the beach and the beach had probably almost a thousand people there wow but there was the beaches the beach man i mean it was so big that even though there was that many people there I'm telling you, I was a I we was a stone's throw. Feet I was a stone's anyone. throw away from the next <laughs> That's person. That's what doesn't make any sense. And so it's because you know why? It's this idea of control, man. And yeah. this is what I keep pushing: is that it is control. It is all about what can we get away with? Because right. they're priming people, man. I mean, who's the it, we though? Sorry to to interrupt, but who's the, the we? people who the people in charge? Okay. So if you think about like prime example, Gavin Newsom, right? Gavin Newsom says, he says, hey, go ahead, open up your businesses. But just know that if you um, do so and you haven't done the proper, uh, gone through the proper procedures, we're going to shut off your water. We're going to shut off your power. We're going to revoke your your business license. It's it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. Why would you take someone's license away from them? Because they're, because of what reason? I mean, because they're, they're uh, uh, infecting the population with COVID-19. The thing is, is that, it's the people's choice whether they go into that building or not. It's the people's decision whether or not they decide to go outside of their house. It needs to be our decision. It should not be forced upon us. But if that's the case, if in to in the same argument as someone who does work in the food business, if that's the case, then why have the health department? Why have people who come and grade and do health inspections quarterly if it's their right to come into my restaurant. No, so there's a difference between health department because of unsanitary food, rotting food, un- unsanitary procedures versus versus something that has yet to be proven as actually a pandemic. Mm, yes, as okay, if you want to say that the proof of pandemic isn't there, but it's still a a world health hazard we we maybe we haven't put a name on it yet or maybe we're not able to put that name on it yet but it's still a world health hazard it's a health hazard and it's the same thing that the health department is well okay so here's one thing we got to take a break but when we come back i'm going to pick your brain because you are in the business i want to know how you feel about that and what we can do and how you think that we can get around all of like all of this pandemic regulation. And then, uh, we'll, when, then we'll talk about contact tracing. Well, so I'm just saying. We'll be back. eventually. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at letsgetjackedup.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course, at fringeradionetwork.com.
are by Jack Blankenship here, rightway.works. That's rightway.works. You can check me out for my reviews on Google. Search rightway.works, comma, Fresno, California. And my phone number is 559-940-0885. That's 559-940-0885. Hey, are you got, you got a bird problem underneath your solar panels? I do the screening on those. That's what I do. I love it. I also do general property repair and maintenance. Uh, give me a call if it's steep and high. Jack's your guy. Jack Blankenship, rightway.works, 559-940-0885. Hello, you fringe-loving earthlings. This is Captain Leap Walker, the alien here, to talk about the fringe. If you like conspiracy theories and very odd topics, well then, this is the network for you. With shows like Spirit Wars with Michael Basham, The Iron Show with Johnny McMahon, Canary Cry Radio and Canary Cry News Talk with Basil and Gons, Giving Understanding and Eyes Wide Open with Leonard Olivares and with newer shows on the fringe, such as Let's Get Jacked Up with those crazy guys, Jack, Tim, and Bobby, Starship Trailblazer with Tony Freud, and the newest show, Bigfoot, Terror in the Woods, plus so much more on this network. Hey, Mickey Mouse, what network is this? On Fringe Radio Network. <laughs> That's right, Mickey, but you forgot to say dot com. You big-eared freak. It's FringeRadioNetwork.com. That's FringeRadioNetwork.com. Look it up, listen, and download today. <laughs> Donald, keep it down. So God can fix any problem, right? He can perform miracles. He can move mountains. He is God Almighty. So why are so many hurting from this virus? Why are schools and churches closed? How long will God have this difficulty last? Hi, this is Chips Ross, and I worship the Almighty God in Fresno, California. I've been thinking about Psalm 89 this week, which is a bit hard because it's 52 verses long. The psalm divides into two parts, good news and bad news. Which do you want first? The bad news begins in verse 37 as tragedy has hit the nation of Israel. Things are going very, very poorly. The good news is the first half of the psalm talking about God's faithfulness. Ethan, who wrote this psalm, is perplexed at holding both this good news and bad news together. How can God be powerful, good, and faithful when my nation is hurting and in misery? How long will God have this difficulty last? There's no answer in the psalm. Just as there is no answer right now, So what are we supposed to do? First, remember who your God is. Let me read some of his descriptions in Psalm 89. Lord God of hosts, who is like you, O mighty Lord? You rule the swelling of the sea. The heavens are yours, the earth also and all it contains. You have a strong arm. Loving kindness and truth go before you. So keep before you the truth of who your God is. And then second, pray. Pray for his will to be done. Pray for His promises to be fulfilled. Pray for Him to rescue His people. You're listening to Let's Get Jacked Up on the Fringe Radio Network. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. Now, for those of you who cannot wait for the government to lift the lockdowns, as many states 
say they're preparing to do. Remember, we're being told that things will not go back to normal until there is a vaccine, and the entire planet has largely been vaccinated, according to Bill Gates. You know, you don't get to say, uh, ignore uh, what's going on here. There, are, there will be the ability, particularly in rich countries, to open up if things are done well over the next few months. But for the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. Now, part of that new normal is contact tracing. So what exactly is contact tracing? Well, according to California Governor Newsom, contact tracing, combined with expanded testing, is a pillar of the state's modified stay-at-home order. The goal is to track and trace every person in the state who may have been exposed, then quickly isolate and test them. Well, in their own words, California is building an army of 20,000 people. California will serve as the test pilot for this program, which looks to expand nationwide and serve as the template for the entire country. Have a listen for yourself from officials in Ventura County, California. Uh, But the purpose of this program is to bring on people. We're going to start with 10 people. We may bring on up to 50 or even more as the program grows and as we see the needs for it. As we do more testing, we will find more and more people who have COVID-19. And again, we'll isolate every one of them and we will find every one of their contacts and we will make sure that they stay quarantined and we'll check in with them every day. We also realize that as we find more contacts, some of the people we find are going to have trouble being isolated. For instance, if they live in a home where there's only one bathroom and there are three or four other people living there and those people don't have COVID infection, we're not going to be able to keep the person in that home. Every person who we're isolating, for instance, needs to have uh, their own bathroom. And so we'll be moving people like this into other kinds of housing that we have available. Now, the county has since walked back these comments on their Facebook page in response to other comments such as, quote, they can try. They will have a fight on their hands, end quote. They went on to say that they're not going to be removing people from their homes, uh, that they will provide alternative solutions to people who are unable to isolate in their own homes due to their you know, living circumstances. But, yeah, they're, they're walking this back. Do you see where this is going? Did you not just hear them say with their own mouths that they intend to remove people from their homes, presumably against their will? Uh, welcome to the new normal. Welcome to COVID-1984. Will you just comply when they show up at your home to remove your wife or your children? After all, they're going to tell you it's for the greater good. Welcome back to the show. This is Let's Get Jacked Up on Fringe Radio Network. Yeah, welcome back. I'm sorry, I was admiring my music I made up this afternoon. (laughs) I I had to pick my jaw up off the floor. Contact tracing. But before we get into that, let's let's continue the conversation before the break. Yeah. So you know, the conversation we were having with uh, my wife is that okay, this this idea of of uh, why have um, you know um, the food uh, police come in and make sure that your house your 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 business is is clean enough for customers um, for just the regular business, let alone for this COVID nineteen thing, and and how do we deal with all of that right my suggestion is that people just like we need to live our lives right i mean i've yet to see i mean i was scared just like everyone else when it all first happened i have yet to see 
this be the pandemic that it's claimed to be right you know when when you got people like gavin newsom who's now claiming that we need trillions of dollars or he's going to start laying off essential workers because of this that's bullcrap you what you need to do is stop regulating people into uh, a deficit and let them live their lives let them make their money karen what do you think about this deficit because this is another thing this is worse than the covid I mean, okay, you don't physically die, but if you're going to get hungry, you might. You mean, it, it, okay, so you don't, phys- economy, you don't but- physically die, but your livelihood is taken away from you, so you, you eventually you could die, could eventually, die right. from starvation. Yeah, is that so what you mean? Yeah. Hungry? The consequences <laughs> of this pandemic is worse than the pandemic itself. Right. Okay. What, what do I think about Soundgarden that? hunger strike. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Um, I just, I mean, I think at the very core of it it's all been blown out of proportion like how did we get here how did we get here how did do we you want me to answer to that where, how did we get to where now it's becoming like i don't know for me i feel like there's so much government involvement and and to a point it's it is important because it is about public health and safety like i get that like it is important for them to step into where they need to put regulations they need to set out you know things to keep people safe but now it's like you know just listening to the the trace whatever contact tracer you know you know it's like you know we just listening to them saying you know um you know if they're if they don't have enough bathrooms then we'll we'll provide them a place to stay or we're going to need to provide them a place to stay and the first thing that came to my mind was Auschwitz you know yeah it'll be a you know one of those mm-hmm. those uh-huh. like <laughs> the train the train car things mm-hmm. you know say it, say it it, just say you know, it. and so it's like, but again, like, so when I when you hear stuff like that, it's like, how did we get here? Oh my! I'll tell gosh. you why we have like, been we are in we have been in a society. So I, I mean, I'm telling you, it goes all the way back to government. It, it goes not even government. We have people in our generation, right? Are a bunch of pussies. I'm sorry, but we there's a ton of us who, pardon my French, I know I'm sorry, but there's a ton of us who bend over and just take whatever the government gives them because they're so easily offended otherwise. They, they, it's easier to just accept what the government has to offer than to go out and to run the risk of failing because we've, taught, we've been taught how – we've never been taught how to fail, you know? Um, I mean, I'm telling you, it goes all the way back to participation ribbons and, you know, everyone, everyone gets a pizza party even if you suck, you know? Uh, to me, I think that – it has. It has. So we've we've become marshmallows. We have. Yeah. We we don't. We're incapable. <laughs> I, I'm sure this doesn't is even apply. But we've become a system of capitalists. Is that what it is? It's is not a system like of no. It's not a system of capitalists. It's like no. It's can, it's it's quite the opposite. Capitalism is all about the idea of fail. I mean, you you know, a true capitalist is going to have. A hundred failed ideas before they have the one that really sticks, or they're going to have an idea that takes them ten years before it becomes anything. So there's that, you know, there's always that living on the edge of uh, on the on the brink of failure until it becomes successful. Um, whereas, so they know how to fail, is what you're saying, right? So, so they're, they're fighters out there who know how to fail because the reality is, but is that, no one in our generation knows how to do that. No, I'm saying that we are the first generation that has. Where the the scale is tipped 
there's more people who are afraid to fail than those who are willing to push the, the envelope. And to the point where they're so afraid to fail that they now blame their failures on those people who have made it. Well, then I guess we're par for the course then, because if, if by that rationale, the next generation is just going to kill us all right. off. And no, but be that's nothing left. So, so I mean, we're, we're right where we need to be, I, but you're asking me where we got there. And I'm telling you, that's <laughs> well, why. But, yeah, and so that, the, it's then a cycle. the answer to that question is we're right where we need to be. We, well. If you were to look at it from that side, from that viewpoint, then yes, because we're, we're being, we're being primed, right? We are being primed for the picking, um, and every generation has gotten tighter and tighter with the, with the laws, rules, regulations. Well, and that's that's a normal thing. The more technology, the the more dependent we become on external sources, the easier it is for those laws and regulations to come into play. You know. So then, do you think that like places like Wyoming or North the Dakotas, like yeah. I guess mid the middle America, you know, where there really isn't anything around them slash a whole lot of not being affected. government evol- involvement. Yes. Like, do you think yes. that that's the way to go? Um, no, oh, I would love to be. No, there. I don't think that's the way to go per <laughs> but, se. You know, uh, what I do think, this. what I do think is that, and this is my liberalism, my, not my liberal, my libertarianism coming out. Uh, peop- the government needs to back the f- out and they need to just be, there to deal with the big problems, right? Governments, the local governments need to be in charge of us on the local level. The federal government needs to be there to just make sure that the house isn't burning down. That's it. They don't, they need to be in there to deal with a lot of like the federal crimes and things of that nature. But I think that that's giving your local government too much credit. Like, because then they haven't been allowed to do anything, but that's assuming that they have good intentions. It doesn't matter. The, 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 but, but doesn't it? The, no, because, I mean, because well, here's the thing though, is that <laughs> if it was in, if it was, I mean, here's the thing. Look at the, look at the Confederate, right? The Confederates were horrible people in the sense that they were for the most part about slave labor, right? Mm-hmm. But their principles were. If you don't like it, then don't be here. Go somewhere else. The states are designed, were designed in a way so that, and I've said this before, if my values are closer in line with Montana, I can go to Montana. If, my, if I live in Montana and I prefer to be in California, then guess what? I can go to California. And even though we have the government as kind of like a blanket, uh, the big government as kind of like a blanket regulator, um, when it comes to the individual rights, I want to go to a state where weed is legal. I want to go to a state where you know I can have uh, I could live in a, in an apartment but still own a cow, right? I mean, I know that sounds extreme and yeah. kind of weird, but I America, want, it, it, yeah. that's it though. But <laughs> California doesn't allow that. Missouri does. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I would like to move to Missouri because I can do that. But what's happened is that. Over the years, the government has been sinking in and it's been, you know, the way I kind of picture it is, you know, how a wiffle ball has got all the holes in it, right? Mm, yes. I picture that the government started off as a baseball. As, no, <laughs> it started off as an environment around the wiffle ball, and the states were all the wiffle balls, right? But over time, that space has gotten tighter and tighter and tighter, and now the government is starting to fill in the holes. And it, we're we're becoming more restrictive. We're becoming more. There's less freedom to move around because oh, the government is, is 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 tightening down on us over time. But again, you know, if 
like you said, if you don't like it, then get out. Where like, do you go though? Do you, California. This is the, the United States is the you most. Can't go anywhere. The problem is, tight. is that United States is the most free country in the world. No, I, I get There's that. nowhere else to go. I guess what I'm saying is the state of California. Because yeah. I feel like you are very much are anti a lot of what California stands for. Yes. And, you know, just in your statement of, you know, the um, technology has brought all these things upon us, blah, blah, blah. Then what, and back to my original question. So then is the answer to all of this for our family in particular or for people who feel the way that you do to homestead it in montana somewhere you know but i feel like you wouldn't be able to handle that the problem is is no i i (laughs) okay so i couldn't handle it in the sense that yes i enjoy what california has to offer as far as the convenience of the things around me okay right but does because i enjoy those things does that mean that i have to deal with the tyrannistic laws that they're throwing at me with all these regulations that they're throwing at me no i mean yes it, it so so <laughs> right or no? Yes and no. Yes and no. I shouldn't have to. Mm. I shouldn't have to because the thing is, is that okay. me as an individual, for go example, ahead. To, yes. like okay, so man, our watering the lawn. Yeah. Okay, we have days now where we can't water the lawn. Mine happens to be like we could water it Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Uh, sometimes that changes without me knowing <laughs> the days. And then, Surprise! Yeah, one day get I get somebody on my lawn and say, hey, you can't do that today. I go, what? Oh, yeah, they changed the days. Did you not know that? Okay, so he gave me a warning because I didn't know. So, well, you know what? And it, that's my problem because I would say, am I, am I paying for the water? Exactly. Are you giving it to me for free? No, I'm paying for it. So guess what? I'm going to pour I'm going to now take my faucet and just let it run into the gutter because it's my water. I'll I'm do what the hell I want. Water. Gosh, you're matter? the guy who throws orders his fries just so he can throw them away. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but but totally the thing good. is though, is that the difference though is that I'm not complaining oh, about wow. I'm not complaining about the water. See, I'm not complaining that the water is bad so I'm buying it just to throw it away, right? I'm t- I'm proving the point of if I'm already for buying it. for it, if it's my, it's the same principle as uh, a people who cry and complain about how the bum that they gave the dollar to is going to use it for drugs, right? It's not your money anymore. Like the water, it doesn't belong to the city anymore. It belongs to me. I'm paying for it. So if I'm paying for it, I'll do whatever the hell I want with it. <laughs> and so if, if you don't pay for it, they're going to shut it off, right? So what does that tell them? That you do pay for it. Right. But- so why are they limiting my access? Yeah. Yeah, but even though I do pay for it, they still have the power to shut it off. Of course they do, because in the end, they are the government, and the government will do whatever the hell they want. And so, there, by that rationale, if you live in California, you must abide by, right, by but, its rules. But yes, so, You don't have to like it, but you must abide by that. So, yes, in this current time, but you asked me, like, the, the, what I'm getting at is that it shouldn't be that way. Well, but it is, so why, why even deal with shouldn't? Well, you're... You, <laughs> Oh man, you're now back. But, I, <laughs> but, but you're you're contradicting your original question. The idea is, if I wanted to stay here, I could uh-huh. stay here if I wanted to, right? Uh-huh. But that's exactly why I would like to move because okay. we are in a place that is does not side with hardly anything that I agree okay. with. Okay, so but you know, and again, but why don't you? 
why don't you answer that question? Why don't oh, I? No, no, but no, I, I want you to answer that question because it will lead into another. Why don't you leave? Well, part of the reason why I don't is because my wife isn't on board with it. Okay. My wife isn't on, she doesn't like the idea of being away from family and friends and having to uproot and start mm-hmm. a whole new life together, right? That's where I'm at with it, but I would love to go somewhere else. Yeah, yes. right. um, okay. But but also, you know, the the bigger part of it, though, is that- take this podcast elsewhere. I know, right? <laughs> it's a podcast, baby. You can go anywhere. Uh, but, but the also, the, you know, the, the, the greater issue of it all is it's a fear of the risk of the move, right? right? Getting there, realizing you don't like it. Getting there, realizing that the weather is not right or that the environment mm-hmm. that you're in isn't what you're used to or that the people that you're now surrounded with are worse than what you had before. You know, I mean, you, you see these people like, for instance, you know, there's a huge... There's a huge uh, migration out of California for the the uh, more conservative thinkers, right? And and going back to why you were, you know, why why don't I just leave? Why should I have to leave? Right? There's no reason for me to have to leave. If enough people just stuck around and actually fought yes, for the things, that's a good point, mm-hmm. right? Because and that's what's happening. I mean, five. Four or five years ago, when they were really big on splitting up this California, like they were having, like at one point, there was going to be eight different Californias or something like that. that. Weird, yeah. The guy who orchestrated the whole thing said, you know, because it was brought up, he's like, you know, you, you're you're setting it up so that some of the the, the centralized areas, um, some of the extreme like uh, northern areas, are going to be poor. He's like, aren't you worried? Uh, the question guy, the the uh, reporter, or whatever, is like, aren't you worried that you're going to um, have a mass um, flux of people moving out? And he's like, no, that's what I want. That's, that's exactly what they want. He wants the extreme rich and the extreme poor yep. because when you have that one, now those who are the elites who have the money have all the control. Those who are poor are are so accustomed to dependency that they will do whatever they are told because mm-hmm. they are fearful for the risk of what happens if I say no. Control. In middle class, we're free enough where we have some of those liberties to say, I say no to that. There might be some consequences, but I have the ingenuity, the fortitude, the... The free thinking. Free thinking, not and even just the, the backing, right, uh, of my fellow people who are like-minded to... Uh, continue on that path of resistance, right? Yeah. So I, th- I guess for me, so the answer to your question is, is that I would love to, but I can't. Yes, and and I also don't feel that I should have to. Okay, I would love to, but I can't, and I don't feel like I should have to. Yeah. And the reason why I stick persistent to this is to get you to realize, and I know you know this, but I guess to say it out loud, that you are not the only one. And there are tons of people who are living this life, tons of people who are living this frustration, and how do we go about dealing with that? Do we continue to be the guy who buys the fries just so he can throw them away because it's my right to do that or like how do we cope with it because it's not just about i don't want to leave this off of just like this is how i feel and it's awful well, it's like well, yeah. what's the resolution so, so you know that? think about this though um you know and and not to like point fingers and to to try to come across as sounding bigoted or anything like that Too but late. Stop. Wow. stop it uh. uh but look at the look at the extreme minorities right we have LGBT, right? That that is a would be classified as an extreme minority because they are less than ten percent of the population. Okay. okay. How much have we? What have we done to accommodate them? A lot. To, a, lot a lot. Right. Why? Because they're loud. 
They are offended. They're offensive. They're not afraid to speak their mind for the sake of getting what they want. What, they what, want. If, what if instead we say they're human beings? Okay, what if but instead no, we say they're that's Americans? Fine. But okay, I mean, but but the, here's the thing. I'm not trying to say that their lifestyle is offensive. I'm not trying to say that their lifestyle is offending. But what I'm saying they is, speak is out that what they, want. they speak out regardless on how other people feel. Okay. Okay. They Which actually they, don't don't you as well? Yes, but but, then it, but remember the, that anything that comes before yes. y- before but means nothing, right? No. So, okay, <laughs> then how about this? However, <laughs> thus for right, <laughs> therefore, <laughs> um, the difference is I'm not a minority. Well. I am that, actually. Does that make you an elitist? <laughs> no, but it, but it makes me, you know, being a being a white man, okay. right? I mean, let's be real. If you were to look at the top ten list of the things that are most hated um, in in cultural diversity, it is uh, a non Hispanic white male. Okay. Why is that? There's a reason for but it. But is your name Karen? I mean, oh. really? Let's just well, <laughs> hey, by the way, your name is getting very popular lately. It is. We're a dying breed. My, fa- <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite meme that I saw is um, the name Karen is earned. When was the last time you saw a baby named Karen? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I'm like, <laughs> you need to, you need to like, like superimpose my head on a baby. But, you know, and again, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm like this hateful person. But. No, so <laughs> tonight. But you know, again, it's it's like, you, and again, I say it just because, like, you want to think about like. So often we do say that, you know. It's like it's like we have this apology, and then we put but when it's really like. So I'm only apologizing because I know that like you might be offended by this. <laughs> But, you know, well, but again, like, no, it's the it's idea like, that we have to because people are so easily offended. Well, I can't have conversations with some of my closest friends when it comes to sexuality and to things of that nature because the minute I bring it up, they they, they get steamy faced, yeah. they get horns growing out of their head. Like they, I don't know how many times I've tried to have a, have a real conversation with somebody about LGBT, about religion, about whatever. And the first thing, they do is well. You suck. Your, your religion sucks. Explain to me why God is real. Why would God allow this? Why would God allow that? Why you know why they do that? Because they know that's something I'm passionate about, yeah. right? And when I go back to the idea of people who are very mean spirited and offensive and offending, that's what I'm getting at. They have. They will find people who are the minority who are getting what they want in a in a large society. Typically. It's because those people who are in the upper-ups don't want to offend that minority group, mm-hmm. right? And the reason they don't want to offend the minority group, because I'm my, my philosophy is, is that sometimes things are offensive. That's the reality of it. Sometimes things are offensive. Get over it, right? Mm-hmm. But so many people are afraid of offending that they would much rather endure something that they maybe fundamentally disagree with or be a passive aggressive about it sure i mean the biggest thing that kills me is this gender neutral bathroom thing right i'm sorry but there is there is a real problem with that or just the whole idea of this uh gender uh like it's lost right there's there's only there's a man and a woman right it's very confusing i mean 
when you've got men who are participating in women's sports and they're dominating, do you know why? Because men are built differently than uh, women. But culturally, everyone's the same, right? It's not true. There are physical differences between a man and a woman, right? Men have a penis. Women have a vagina. Why is it that a man is able to go into a woman's restroom? Why is it a woman is able to go into a man's restroom? That, that's, that doesn't make sense. There's a reason. There's a, there's a safety issue that comes into play with all of that. But we can't talk about that without offending somebody. So nobody really talks about it unless it is, unless it is then brought back as, like, for instance, if I try to go and, and get a job in some sort of, I don't know, at Target, right? Starbucks. This conversation comes up, I won't get that job because I'll be labeled as something, <laughs> right? Well, when, let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Starbucks? Yes. Have yes. you ever used the restroom at a Starbucks? Yeah. You've been using general neutral. Yes. Have you ever been to a gas the, station? The difference, the, where the you need difference a key? is no. There's a, there's a major difference between a single stall bathroom that's labeled as men, women, whatever, versus Target or Lowe's or Home Depot where there are multiple stalls. When there are multiple stalls and a man and a woman are both allowed to go into that stall or into that multiple-person bathroom, that is where I have the problem. I don't want to know that... I don't feel comfortable going into the women's restroom with my nine-year-old because I don't feel like that is my job to go in with my nine-year-old who's a girl into the women's restroom, right? Right? Why do you, why, why does that make it like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable doing it for the sake of what my, my being would impose on those who are in that restroom. Okay. Why would I then agree to allow another man because he wears a dress and because he identifies as a woman to go in and use that restroom? What is your intention well, I don't why, know. Why do you, why do you I go don't, into a restroom? But the problem is, is that that's see, and and that is a very classic statement to make. Well, they're just going in to use the restroom, but what if they're not? Okay. What if they're not? <laughs> if you're gonna deal in what ifs, then everything is open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if if and and not to say that is not important to be cautious. Not to say that what ifs aren't important, but. I, to me, it's that's where the argument comes from. Is is that because everything? And again, this is oxymoron. Everything you say is such a blanketed statement. And again, just just <laughs> saying everything you say is a blanketed statement. It is a blanketed, is a blanketed statement. statement yeah, right. You know, but it's just like I, I, you know, going back to the idea that you know, ten percent of the population is from the gay community or whatnot, and we've made all of these accommodations and blah blah blah. But you know, again, like it, it, the intention was pure to be inclusive. Just like with welfare and whatnot, where, you know, the intention is to be inclusive. The intention is to make sure that people are being taken care of. But it's when people abuse Thank those you. And, but again, inevitably, those abuses are going to come into play. Yeah, absolutely. And that is why I don't think but the government why? needs to be the, the people to make the, the, that blanketed decision. But if it's the 1% of that 10%, that is abusing it, why make the other nine feel so hated? But why do they feel hated? 
or, or why why, why does night. why does why does that ten percent feel offended because they can't use the restroom? Because that, you because, gotta pee, you gotta pee. But you <laughs> like, listen. I mean, <laughs> if you've got a wiener, go and use the go and use the men's restroom. Okay. If you're comfortable enough to dress as a woman in public, then feel comfortable enough to dress as a woman in the men's restroom and piss. Do you understand what I mean? That is what I'm getting at. Like, why? Because you identify as a man, you get to go and use a men's restroom. You still have to sit down to pee. Unless you use a she-we, and that's a different topic altogether. It is. But but, but okay, you get what I mean? It's like so. By that rationale, you know, then to say, where does a transgender person belong in the prison system? <clears throat> what parts do they have? They've got boobs, but a penis. Okay. But what is their biological yeah, bits? Bio- biologically, they are male. And then they go into the men's prison. Okay. I mean, that, that's how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't they have some kind of separate? Of course they do. Area, yes, yeah. But but the problem, see, for me, I think that because even if a man identifies as a woman and has boobs, but a penis, and he goes into a women's prison, the chances of him wanting to engage in sexual activity with another with a woman is going to be as equal as a man who wants mm-hmm. to have sexual relations with a woman. Mm-hmm. So putting him into that population, even though he's got boobs and has a penis i don't think is appropriate it 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 allows him to capitalize on the fact that he's got those working parts it allows the women in the prison who um to also engage in those benefits of his Mm. bits i don't think that that's appropriate i just don't so i don't know how we got into that i know (laughs) that's the way this game that's the way this game works so we're staying in california am i not Uh, house up for sale uh, is that what's going on as soon as COVID is over we're going to be simulcasting in from texas yeah you'll hate it there too there's always no way no way well we have a although i have to say that there's i see a lot of people saying like hey come but don't bring your politics and i'm like i am gladly leaving them behind yeah I will gladly but, leave uh, the Calip- Texas California. Going through some stuff too. Uh, you know, it is everywhere, but California is really bad. California is bad until, and I mean, it, it, the thing is, is that until there's an awakening, which I don't think California will ever experience, but until there's a wake an awakening where they where people realize, like, hey, why is it that the government is telling me how much? toilet paper I can buy or why is the government because you know it could get to that point why is the government telling me um, you know how many miles I'm allowed to drive in my car because that's another yeah. real thing that's happening too they're, they're really considering the idea of your driver's license or your registration um, cost based on your previous year driving and they will be a there'll be a a um, a monitor to keep mileage to keep track of mileage on your car, and if you exceed a certain number, there will be penalties what that is you that pay. For? Pollution, yeah, of course. Well, it's, you would think that it would go hand in hand with with COVID. Well, but it's know, the pollution do, thing. It's the idea because yeah. you know we're one of the most green, attempting green states in, in the republic. And well, so, yeah, but we brought back the disposable bags. Of course we did. Can I? And, and another side note on that. Can I tell you? I had an I had an interesting conversation know, with funny, huh? with yeah. a co- with a uh, a lady over at the, the grocery store. Um, she says, "Hey, do you need bags?" I said, "Well, I brought my bags," and she's like, "Well, we can't use them." I said, "But 
they're your bags that I was told I had to bring back, right? And I told her, and I was like, isn't it funny how these recyclable bags I can now throw away because I can't use them anymore in your store, and they actually take longer to die, to yeah. break down, even though they're recycled, it's still recycled plastic, right? right? Um, unless it's those cloth ones. The cloth ones will break down a little bit faster, right? But the actual plastic ones... They've got a double shelf life when, as far as decom, like decomposing right. and stuff. So I just think it's, it's, it, you want to talk about hypocrisy. Yes. <laughs> okay. That was, that was my favorite part. And that was my like Bob moment when I was at the store where yeah. I was just kind of like, Oh my gosh, COVID has cured yeah. the fact that the, the <laughs> disposable bags are no longer harmful to the environment. The yeah. 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 You can see some gold in here, you know. <laughs> It just it kills silver, me. Silver linings. I, yes. I feel like there's just hypocrisy everywhere. And again, kind of coming full circle on all of this, you know, for me, like I, I just I'm always so open minded about everything, and I'm so such a loving person that I can't not art fight for the underdog. I can't not fight for the little guys because it's like there's. There's too many people that don't have a voice or have been given a voice but are still blanketed upon and that's just it's just not right. But um coming full circle, I do feel like there's oftentimes just way too much going on. And again, from my first original comment, how did we get here? Yeah. Like, well, we, we got here, here because I mean the 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 real truth of it all is we got here because people at the top don't feel that we're capable of making our own decisions. I I'm going to take it one step further. Screw the people at the top. We got here because we're sinners. And yeah. that's all there is to it. Yeah. You know, well, that is the it's actual, been since the beginning. We've yeah. been, mm. you know, we couldn't even make it six chapters in Genesis without, you know. <laughs> if you do want to take the politics right out of it, that yeah. is the core. I mean, that's really what it boils down to, to me anyway, yeah. where it's like, gosh, like, you know, and we never thought we would see something like this in our lifetime. We always just thought that, you know, his coming was so much further. And not to say that that's, you know, but this is to me personally, my first glimpse of of what it could actually be like. Sure. And that's like sure. terrifying. Well, yeah. I mean, it's terrifying, but it's also, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's tough. I think it all, um, you know, I, the conversation that I had yesterday with my cousin, you know, the fear comes and goes. And I think that the, the depth of that fear is, is dependent on how you believe the timeline will go mm-hmm. on, you know, like on the tribulation times. Are you pre-trib? post-trib mid-trib like what are your what's your philosophy on that because that's where the 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 depth of fear comes into play right right? because if if all this if you're a pre-tribber all of this stuff is going to happen who cares i'm not going to be a part of it right right? if you're a post-tribber then you're like holy crap (laughs) it's going to happen in my lifetime i'm terrified and even those who are in the who think midway uh, which biblically it's a little bit more leaning towards it. There will be, there has to be, and I don't think it's necessarily a testing of our faith, but there is going to be, God is not just going to, Christ is not going to come right when everything happens, right? There's going to be a Things little bit, there's going to, to be, there's going to be pressure on the dam before we are taken out and the dam breaks, you know? Well, yeah, and again, we're, we're, I don't believe we'll be here for God's judgment. We'll no. be here for man's, man's well, yeah, judgment. I mean, Satan. that's what it says. And that's what's happening right now. Right. I, mean, I believe that's what's happening right now to a little uh, extent. I don't mm. think we're going to 
we're not feeling the full effect yet. Yeah. It very well could get to that, but um, not yet. Not, so, okay, but yeah. let's segue into your tracing thing. Yes, yeah, so I was going to so, say. So, so, so how, how does that, and, and like... This is where, uh, the, for the contact tracing mindset, okay? Because it is happening. It's, their Ventura is already getting on it. California is getting on it. And it's going to happen. You have to make a decision right now um, in your mind. Now, right now, they're saying, oh, they're, they're backing away from their, oh, we're not taking anybody from their homes. But what if they do? Mm-hmm. You got to make a decision right now in your head and your heart to know what you're going to do. When they say, oh, you have COVID-19, we got to take your children away from you and put them in a safe place. Everything's safe. In a safe place away from you in some kind of center. Okay, but you won't know who has your children. You won't know, and this is going to be for fourteen days at least. So, what are you going to do? You're going to let them take your kids away from you while you are in your own house? Now, I just off of the short snippet that you paid before, I thought it was not you taking them out; it's them taking you out. Like everyone gets to stay in your home, but you're the one who has what, to leave. What they said is, if you have it and nobody else in your family has it, and you only have one bathroom, this is what they're saying now. You only have it's all dependent on the yeah. bathroom. We come uh, full circle on well, the I'm bathroom. I've got two bathrooms. I'm, I have no problems. <laughs> we, we use a gender neutral bathroom. What about the fact that I just go outside? Can that just be okay too? <laughs> I pee outside all the time. That's not what they want. This is the more control thing. Okay, no. they've already started this. Okay, they've already started. At least what they've started is starting with ten people. Yeah, what they've started is classing people and getting hiring people, and they want military people. Hmm. Why is that? Because they follow orders. For one, mm. um, they won't question as much. Okay, <laughs> so. I don't know. This whole thing is I think you need to make a decision what you're going to do. And uh, what you mean, like retaliate with violence or I don't know, escaping you, or what? whatever you think it needs like to be done. Like stand up and fight or just let it. But again, I have to say that uh, the big problem is that too many of us who feel the way we feel don't stand up and fight. Mm. Well, then, you know, maybe getting with your neighbors and talking about this is a good idea. I, I don't know. But, you know, it's coming. And it's going to come to a door near you if you're in California. Now, if you're somewhere else, it may not, but right away. But this is their plan. Now, mm-hmm. the, again, the bill, as far as I know, hasn't passed it. There's yet they are still working out the for kinks. It. See, it, it's and the bill is HR six 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 four sixes. You can look it up. <laughs> We're almost there. We're yeah. almost there. We're getting. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh. Man, think about it. What are you going to do? But what would see, you do, Carrie? What would I? Well, okay. But the first thing that comes to my mind is that, um, kind of coming full circle is is like because these are things, ideas that we've thrown out there before. Is is the idea that one, you know, the conspiracy, if you will, that we've already all had it. And so for me, the first thing that comes to mind is just kind of like, well, but now we're all trying to disprove how easy it is to get it and how um, I've seen some things even coming out that now they're saying it doesn't live on surfaces for as long as they thought, blah, 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 this and that. There is so much confusion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so that's where I'm just kind of like, okay, wait. That's why they can make up their own rules every day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, so that's where I'm just kind of like, okay, wait, so... 
this is assuming that we get it. What I find interesting you know? is, yeah, <laughs> like, well, what, what cracks me up is that, you know, they're, they're making all these rules about how it's been 14 days. It won't present itself for the first 14 days, blah, blah, blah. Here locally, they opened up, they allowed some people to, um, uh, like businesses to have walk-in as opposed to just drive through for like eateries and things. Mm-hmm. And then that was on Monday. Literally the very next day, they said that there was 300 new cases. Right, right. Well, I'm like, wait. And I, and I saw that's after the quarantine that they're, they're now finally testing in Fresno. Like, like you haven't been doing this the whole time. Hey, I, like I said before, you know, when I checked, I'm sure it's significantly more now, but, um, two weeks ago or whatever, when I tested, when I was looking, they had, the 2,300 deaths in California, they had 650,000 uh, confirmed cases, which means that's how many tests they've done, right? Or uh, no, not even. They, they, they had 600 and uh, they, they've tested 650,000 people See, in a population of 30 today, million. What I had read today was that there was only 83,000 cases. Cases, yes, but they've tested okay. 600,000, right? Mm-hmm, so yes. the problem that I see in all of this is that we're trying to say that, okay, so 2,300 deaths compared to 83,000 confirmed cases confirmed to 600,000 people who've been tested, right? The hard facts are the deaths. That's the only thing that's the hard facts. Mm-hmm. Confirmed cases are just the cases that the cases that they've confirmed. It is not how many there actually are. Right. So the bigger that number becomes, the less important the the I can't, I can't say important because a, a death is a death, and that is obviously devastating. You know, and uh, and that's a whole other issue on and how people other, are using that part too. But yes. when you're comparing twenty three hundred deaths, so we'll say three thousand deaths to thirty million people. In California, that is a very minuscule number, mm-hmm. percentage-wise. That percentage is not wise. that is not the per that is not a percentage amount to put the entire state into a lockdown, right? But I just I feel like with those people who are very much like when I when I see different posts or different things about just kind of like well for example the one that I showed you the other day where it's just kind of like you know how many deaths are acceptable acceptable in order to open up California like what do you think is an acceptable amount to you know blah 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 and then they bring out the guy's family and it's like okay well you know pick from these people how many of them are gonna go and then he's like oh it's no one and blah blah, blah you know so like these people who are super adamant about just like you know find that, a cure before we open up yeah exactly I, I get that but how many deaths happen every day to other things this but is- i guess but what i what i was trying to say is is like for those people i would love to hear like and and i always want to ask okay but what do we do instead like what are yeah. your ideas of what we do instead you know because obviously you feel very passionately about this and that you've got great ideas of like what to do instead and oftentimes it's just kind of like well we should just do what they say and so like, and and, and you know? so right. and what's funny is is that that is my biggest problem with in the in the political realm that is my biggest problem with uh, the Republican party as far as that's why I don't I mean I I'm a conservative but I don't necessarily side with with Republican politics because They'll say Obamacare is horrible. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Well, they don't have an answer. They just—they're admitting to the fact, and it's true that it's horrible, but it's already in place. Obama uh, strongholded people and convinced them to vote on this thing. What are you going to do to help the people who are now stuck in it and have have now become dependent upon it 
against their will. You can't just leave those people out to dry. So what's your alternative? There isn't one, right? So now we've got, instead of having um, a Band-Aid to to try to uh, assist in this healing process, there's just a gaping hole that is now allowing the infection to come back in. And and it's it's unacceptable, right? I, I agree that we need to have a solution, right? Quarantining is not the solution. Not. Because yeah. all it does is it's proven that the sunshine kills the back kill, kills the virus, right? Um, you can you are literally more likely to get it inside your home than you are to get yes. it passing somebody in the streets. Yep, right. The mayor, the governor of New York, was a Cuomo. Is that yeah, his name? yeah. Yeah, he uh Is that the nipple guy? Yes it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was even shocked with these numbers. You know, he's like, Oh, oh I, I didn't expect that. Yeah, you know, well come on, it's it's common sense. But but it's also the thing is though, is that people that live in those bubbles, uh they of course they're shocked because they've either convinced themselves or other people around them have have convinced them that that is the reality. Right? I mean, we live in a place where your own truth is acceptable. Right. Right? So when we live in a society where everybody's truth is truth, even if it's not, yeah. of course you're going to be right. shocked when something that is actually <laughs> hard facts is a contradiction to what you believe is being yeah. true, quote unquote. Now, uh, will there be a second wave? I do believe there will be. Of course will there will be. be. Um, There'll be a second, a third, a fourth. Yeah. I mean, it's, look at – dude, I mean, come on now. Influenza has – it struck us in 1918. And guess what? We still have – Fluctuations. We still have this this like wave effect, right? And there's, there's some no years. Vaccine. Of course, there is. isn't. The there's it's, no. There's preventative measures, but there's no vaccine, and so. Oh, don't worry. You'll get one if you want one. <laughs> no, for for the flu. Yeah, for the flu. There's no. Yeah, flu there's no vaccine. flu vaccine. It's just no. things to help aid to where it's. Yeah, not, they, you, you know, get a flu shot to yeah. help you kind of combat the what they predict that the that the yeah. flu is going to, um, you know, kind of like change into. You know, but but yeah, it's it to me. I just find this to be, it's it is a power grab. It is it is people that are they're testing to see how sheep like we are, mm-hmm. and I'm guilty of it. I mean, when it first happened, and and I was reading well, those first numbers two out to of three weeks, we didn't know what was happening. Yeah. It, it shocked me even, and I'm usually up on this stuff. Yeah. But uh, something wasn't right. I just didn't know what, and I didn't know the okay. Well, what's going on here? Yeah, and so yeah, okay. The first two weeks, maybe three. I understand quarantine, whatever. I mean, because what is this? Yeah. So, but now that we have more facts, then we need to open up and let's get on with life. And the hardest part is that those who have the most facts are the ones who are still making the bad decisions, right? You can. I know for a fact that Cuomo, Newsom, they are. They know. They have the hard facts, but it's a game they're playing. They're playing the field. They're 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 fighting for. The fear. Yes. Yeah. They're not fighting against the fear. They're fighting for the fear. So they know that if they can perpetuate this long enough, if they can fear monger long enough, then they will get what they want. And by the way, guys, all you, you guys want Trump out. I understand. You're not helping yourselves. You're not. (laughs) Think about what you're doing. The, the, these, governors in the democratic states the tighter you have your state the more you're, they're turning red do you not understand do you not see that let them do that's let them wait red, red is good or bad republican red is the 
<laughs> then she's like, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. Blue blue is the Democratic, uh, is more Democrat. Red is Republican. Not that any vote matters, but let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, I, think, I think, too, you know, and again, always playing devil's advocate and always, you know, but, you know, I there's, you guys are very much like... Um, deep fake whatever all these words that you guys have said deep state (laughs) fight fake i don't know anyway uh false flags anyway um but like is there (laughs) you gotta think too though is is that in a lot of things we say it's always easier to lighten up than it is to tighten the strings and so if we start out with guns blazing going as tight as we can it's easier to lighten up but not only that but i mean if he were to do nothing about it if you know just speaking of newsom which again i have my own feelings about him but playing devil's advocate if he were to do nothing about it to let business as usual to let what what are the repercussions on him? You got to think about that as well. Where well, you know, again, like, you know, it, yeah, and it, it's state by state and it's player by player because you know he is doing what his constituents hired him to do. Yeah, right. And, so, but yeah. but he was he's hired. He we are a very blue state, mm-hmm. so we hired him in the blue thinking, the very left side thinking is exactly what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? Because. It's it's such a it's such a polarizing concept, but they don't want they they don't like big government, but they want government to fix everything, right? Mm-hmm. They so people on the left will say that oh, big government is is um, is like the Republican Party. That's big government. My sister was talking about it yesterday. She's saying you know the Republicans and all their money with the oil and with the you know pharmaceuticals and with the this and the that. I'm like. I want you to look at the people on the top of those of those names that you just said of Exxon Mobil and of um, the pharmaceutical companies. Who do you think they vote for? Who do you think that they that they are that they're pushing for? Right. And the reason why I asked that, and she can't give me an answer to it. She would have to go and look it up because she doesn't know. The reality is is that a lot of these people aren't the conservative thinker. Because the the conservative thinker is not about big business, no ruling everything. It's about mom and pops. It's about the mom and pops. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the we are a governing we are a self governing community, right? Um, I have a friend who who always talks about well, you know, if if it wasn't for government, you know, people would just be dying on the streets. I mean, look at look at what the government does now. I mean, look how much mil- how many billions of dollars is given to the homeless. And they're still suffering, and and nobody is stepping in to do anything about it. Well, like of course not, because yeah. I can't. Li- if I wanted to, I couldn't. Because in California, we are ta- we we have such a heavy tax on ourselves. We get credits that uh, that allow us at the federal level, but at the state level, it's different, right? I mean, look, our money is taxed so many times. We get income tax, state tax, we get uh, property tax, and you know, all of this is like. M- taxes on top of taxes and that's what gruesome is, is saying actually he's saying because if 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 president trump's not going to help him because he's yeah. he floundered his money right uh the money that he do, was given then he's going to raise the taxes again what and lay off essential workers off like the police workers. he said he was going to first thing he was going to do is see to it that well he said what's going to happen government is going to lay off all of the government workers that includes police fire 
And uh, there was one other. He wants his state to go down to flames. Is what he wants. Well, no, he's 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 trying to lead with an iron fist. Is what he's doing. You know, and he's trying to basically. He's, he's using. He's he's threatening. He's using his power to threaten. And uh, but you know, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous all the way around. I mean, in, unless, as I said before, and until there is an awakening in this state in particular, right? We are spiraling. We're 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 toward the bottom of that funnel. Well, if you think about it, only the big cities are blue. If you, the rest of California is a lot of farming, winery. I mean, I guess winery could be blue. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of it is farming, right? So yeah, but the, but and this the only con- thing I will say about that is that landmass and population are two different things. It's true. Population, the population dense communities. See, they're accustomed to having things being tight, right? Living on top of each other, having to share spaces, having to do all these things. That's kind of an infringement on freedom anyway. Oh, yeah. Right? So there's this idea that it's already, they're already kind of, I mean, New York is a prime example of that. You know, why is, why is, why is COVID such a big deal? Why is the coronavirus such a big deal in New York? In Italy. Well, they're on top of each other. Well, yeah, but again, it's this idea. There's so much shared space, right? Places like California, like Central California, Montana, um, Missouri, uh, the 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 Dakotas, right? You're not going to see this problem. Idaho, you're probably not going to see this problem, right? No, uh, because th- there is space, right? I mean, there's freedom to do what you want to do because there's not the population density, right? Population density, and that's why you know if you look, there's a lot of people who are trying to push this metropolitan yeah. lifestyle, right? Here locally in Fresno. Uh, when I was working for a, a, a major chain grocery store, they were trying to build in a certain location on a busy street, but we've always built we've always built back and had the parking lot in the front, right? Mm-hmm. So you have people park in the front and then they go into the grocery. The city was not allowing this grocery store to build that way. They wanted the the grocery store entrance to be off the sidewalk. <laughs> right? Okay. We're talking about a business that brings in probably $200,000 a day. Whoa. And they wanted the business to come in from eight feet off of the major street. Right? right. Which means that people would have to park in the back, walk around. They, they, the, the main reason for it was because it would be near a bus depot. And so the bus stop would be right there. People can get off, go in, come out, whatever. And we're, and and the ideal though was just like, that is, we don't cater to that community as, as much as we cater to businesses. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. They fought, they fought and they find it. They ended up just picking a different location in a, in a business that, in a building that was already built. So people lost out. the The construction workers lost out. the The people who own that property lost out. Everything, you know, millions of dollars was was no longer able to be funneled into this particular project All because, because of these progressives. Because people yeah, wanted it to be a metropolitan friendly, friendly, yeah, right, right. Uh, well, Bobby, let's get into some news. You ready for that? Okay, sure. All right, let's. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a break. 
it's time for Bobby's Crazy News. Yes, Bobby's Crazy News brought to you by... <laughs> you mean we didn't cover these already? <laughs> brought to you by... <laughs> brought to you by... Cravings. cravings. Yeah. Brought to you by... Oh, yeah, by Cravings. Oh, cravings. Yes. Maybe, I am, we are so doing Cravings, just yes, so you know, yes. it sounds amazing. It is. I think it's going to be... Well, you know, and we interviewed the owner, and he's a super awesome guy. You know who he is, right? You know who yeah, Cravings is? No. No. Shut your mouth. No, he's the, the lead singer of uh, oh, um, Crushing, uh, your Crushing, Crushing Your Deceiver. Crushing Your Deceiver. Okay. Oh, all right. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, I had it ready. Hey, we're going to lighten things up. I'm just going to do a couple because we're ca- we're kind of short on time. But uh, being a bearded individual, I figured it would be important to share this. Um, so... Uh, <clears throat> Tim, would you say that I have a Uh-oh. big, bountiful beard? No. Oh. Karen, speak for yourself. It is bigger than mine. Hello. Okay. And mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I would say that I have a fairly full beard. Anyways, they say that men sporting these uh, bountiful beards might have a reason to feel more confident. Really? Yes, and not just because women might be more sexually attracted to them. <laughs> Right? Is that true? Research, uh, research has shown that the flowing facial hair might have <clears throat> evolved to help fight hungry humans better absorb blows to the head. What? You mean like boxing? Yes. Oh. So like, you know, back in the primitive times when we would like, you know, fisticuff, you know, oh, and we'd, you know, smack our nose with our thumb and like... <laughs> Do that kind? Of, I don't know. Yeah, that kind of thing. No. <laughs> yeah. So back in caveman times, I guess. But uh, the I, the premise is is that yes, these full beards because they can get so big and fluffy that it would soften the blow. Oh wow! I I, I maybe from a slap because the sting would be less. Don't Tim, don't do it, <laughs> honey. Don't do it. Don't. I, if we had a video camera, we would do it. No, no. Well, you know what? It would be slap. It would be slap your face first, okay, and then slap mine and see if there was a difference. Yes, I am down. Let's do this. Yes, we tried that once about fifteen years ago with my best friend. Uh, see, but anyways, but you gotta realize too, though, is like the beard you have today is not the beard someone had five thousand years. No, ago. No, trust me, I know. Well, you know, and if you so think about it, there may be some validity to this because I'm sure it's more like sheep wool. As Back opposed then? to your, I use beard oil and I put Pantene. I use on my baby beard. oil, oh, <laughs> I use baby. and and your, I use Pantene because that's what you have for shampoo. That's oh, all. Oh my gosh, it smells lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyways, yeah. Rocky so buy Pantene. <laughs> yes, uh, but researchers Gavin conclude <laughs> they concluded that the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they concluded that the beard may function uh, similarly to the mane of a lion or, or of a baboon. Oh, God. Yes. Golly. So, grow out your beards, boys. Don't be wussies. I can't. Um, no, I wasn't talking to you. I said to the boys. No. I All right. Speaking of growing things. Uh-oh. How about that, Claire? Oh, my gosh. 25-year-old woman uh, from New Delhi said that she spent $10,000 on getting a booty-boosting surgery in Miami about five years ago. I have a sound effect for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Ready? Ready? Here we go. Here we go. All right. Ow, that hurt my beard. Uh, (laughs) Don't slap me, honey. Once Um, again, why (laughs) <laughs> Why are we not live? <laughs> so, are you just somebody getting slapped? Are you yeah. slapping the video? Okay. So, uh, 
She said that she had always admired the curved body, but she was always very flat. So she's an she's actually an Instagram influencer. Okay, of course she is. Uh, but she said that um, she needed these enhancements uh, because they were key to her making a living, which included an X-rated website. Only acceptable for a fee, or accessible for a fee. I'm sorry. So she chose to go to this particular doctor, and this doctor uh, gave her a very bad botched job. And as a result, she was unable to sit for several months because the booty was bogus, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, poor thing. She said that, um, and, and you know, she's got a decent following, 1.2 million followers. Oh, gosh. Um, wow. you know, but, uh, I mean, and here's one thing that is just so weird to me. She looks like a cartoon character. Have you seen the picture, Tim? I don't think I have. All right. She's turning the computer around and she, what does she have on? Not much. No, uh, she's wearing a, like a thong, right? So okay. you see the whole cheeks. And I'm telling you, and they're, nothing but the cheeks. they're yeah. the size of like, you know, half of my body. They're just <laughs> well, way too big. Well, they just, they remind me of, and you know, this is not me body shaming or anything, but they a remind horse me of ass. horse. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, a horse ass. Like, like you just, if you were to chop off the top half of her body. Yes. What is Yes. Centaur? She's a centaur. <laughs> she's a centaur. <laughs> like, you know what I get? So that, that put me. But so shaming, what does that prove, though? That proves like, wow. that these these uh, bronies, these guys that are like, you know, these grown men who like to watch My Little Pony, right? It's because it's a sexual thing. Because if a woman is finding out that, that men are turned on by having this massive badonkadonk, right? <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Well, that's very unfortunate for her. Could you imagine not sitting for months? It would be gosh. crazy. Okay, so how about this? Speaking <laughs> of people who feel that they've been wronged, um, a, a deaf man is suing Pornhub oh, because he's claiming that his disability um, uh, has prevented him to, to fully in, engage in the uh, experience oh. because they don't provide closed captioning for all of their videos. Mm, yeah. You said he's deaf? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, his name is Yuroslav uh, Suris. He filed a case against the site claiming that the lack of subtitles is the denial of access. Uh, wow. Yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Pornhub... <laughs> Pornhub announced My in 2018. Are being impeded. Yeah. Uh, Pornhub announced in 2018. In 2018, <laughs> that uh, they were putting uh, closed captioning on some of the videos, but apparently that wasn't enough. <laughs> the vice president of the site said in a statement that we understand that Yuroslav series is suing. Your, yeah, is suing us uh, for claiming that we've denied the deaf, uh, hearing impaired access to our videos. While we do not generally commit on active lawsuit or comment on active lawsuits, we'd like to uh, take this opportunity opportunity to point out that we do have a closed caption category. Wow! So. 
There's that. So I guess he didn't know that feature. Well, but but if the if the one it's just it, a limited library. That's, that's all, and yeah. so you're you're impeding uh, on his right to yes. have options. He loves the Asian sex dolls, but there's <clears throat> apparently no closed captioning on that. Speaking oh, of these sex dolls, nice transition. Ah. South Korean uh, soccer team has been fined for using sex dolls in place of fans in their empty stadium. I'm sorry, but don't they only become sex dolls when you have sex with them? I don't know. <laughs> you might want to disinfect them chairs then. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I don't know. Case. I mean, but that's weird. That's like saying that, uh, I don't know. It's just so weird to me. So the fans uh, in Did the stands were, <laughs> were tastefully admired, I mean, attired in uh, the home team colors. So they weren't like, you know, like naked or anything they they looked like dressed people they remained quiet and seated the entire game these and were six se- feet apart yes if you're they were wearing masks and practicing proper social distancing even though there was no way they could have been infected with this novel uh, coronavirus and yet those fans caused a lot of problems in the fc soul <laughs> <laughs> because they were the sex doll. South Korea uh, soccer club was fined a hundred million won, which is approximately eight a uh, hundred. I'm sorry, it's eighty one thousand um, dollars by the Korean Professional Why Football not just League. Eighty thousand. Eighty one thousand four hundred and ten. Conversion. It's the conversion. Him. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and, and they said that uh, <laughs> it says here that they were for using the adult sex toys to fill their uh, seats in this spectator-free game last weekend. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And again, how did we get here? Yeah. How it did says we here get that here? It, that, uh, because of what they used, it, they, considering this, uh, the graveness of the incident, uh, that it greatly insulted and hurt female and family fans and to prevent similar incidences from moving forward. They're so that was the purpose of it. They're fully clothed yeah. and their mouths are covered. So basically every part that is offensive <coughs> about a sex doll is not yeah. even visible. Uh, <laughs> I would say they're nitpicking. Of course they are. <laughs> uh, so that they the uh, the team um, said that they apologized deeply to all those concerned about the unfortunate situation that occurred. Um, and that we will review our internal procedures I'm to ensure that this sorry. does not happen again. Yes. They're very so sorry. They are very sorry. <laughs> wow. Yes, they are sorry. Uh, and the last one that I will go on is, um, you know, evolution. Uh-oh. There's a lot of debate on evolution, right? And uh, whether it actually exists or not, whether, you know... Things are uh, whether changes that an animal makes is adaptation versus evolution. But according to Esquire Middle East, an extinct bird just evolved itself oh, back into existence. Really? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Tim. Why so, do I feel like this is going to be COVID twenty? Uh-huh. Like so this thing, this bird, this is a a white throttled uh, a white throated rail bird was declared extinct and a victim of raising sea levels almost a hundred thousand years ago. However, the flightless brown bird has recently been spotted, leaving scientists scratching their heads as to how and why the species has come back to life. You know what I say? Why? Jurassic Park. Oh. No. 
gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, dinosaurs were related to birds, right? Isn't yeah. that what they say? So according to research at the Zoological Journal of uh, Linnean Society, the the reincarnated bird is a product of uh, iterative evolution. That's when old genes that thought to have been died out reemerge at a different point in time. Hmm. I'm sorry, but I kind of call Bukaka on that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they say that they know of no other example of uh, of this happening in other rail birds or in birds in general uh, that it demonstrates this phenomenon so that actually demonstrates this phenomenon so evidently. Uh, so in 2020, they're saying they're saying that this is now the 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 pinnacle of evolutionary exploration because it is uh, this is inevitable proof of. Oh, I see where they're going with this. They're trying to go with this. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Not working for me. No. <laughs> Says they hear the uh, in fossil uh, evidence. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is the this. It says here that only only in this bird, which has the oldest uh, panathological record of any oceanic island within the Indian Ocean region, is uh, fossil evidence available to demonstrate the effects of the change of sea levels on the extinct and the extinction and recolonization events that happen. <laughs> right. What's crazy is, is that this is like, I don't know. I mean, does it seem like they're just grasping straws at this point? Like they're trying so hard to make something work. They so don't want, they so don't want to believe in creation. It's easier to believe that a bird that was once believed to was to, to have been extinct because of natural causes, natural, uh, world changes, right? Yep. Uh, can magically come back because of recessive genes in its lineage. I, I I just think that it's a pile of crap. It is. You know. How funny would it be though if like this bird that was extinct, you know, what they say it was, like twenty two hundred and fifty thousand years ago or whatever. <laughs> um how funny would it be to find out that uh like the exam the example that they had from all those years ago was a fluke. It yeah. was like a one time thing. You know, that's kind of like my theory on like the missing link and how they have all these different evolutionary changes in human in human in the homo genus, right? Um, and it's really just like you know uh, Gertrude over there with a swollen skull uh, <laughs> dies and is the only living survivor of that era, even though he's the only one who looks like that. And now that is labeled as the missing link, you know, to connect this evolutionary trail. I don't know. It's just it's so. It's it's boggling to me anyway. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to have an alien invasion before that happens. <laughs> poor baby. <laughs> you know, I don't know what. Do you, so, uh, aliens or like, I'm thinking it's going to be more like Sasquatch slash Loch Ness monster, something like that. Something that is less extraterrestrial, more like proving what people have quote unquote already known. You know. Like Bigfoot? Or? Yeah, like Bigfoot, okay. Sasquatch, no, Yeti. lizard people on this one. You're going to go what? Lizard people oh, on this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. yeah. They live in the Middle Earth. They do. Exactly, yeah. And access to them is uh, is uh, Antarctica. Yes. Right? Yeah. Hey, you've done some homework. Or the subways in New York City. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. yes. I love watching those videos where people like are trying to claim that it's like, oh, look at Joe Biden's eyes. His, his third eyelid just closed. And I'm like... 
No, that's a glare off his glasses, you dummy. <laughs> you know? Like, shut your mouth. Anyway. Is that it? That's all you got? Yeah, that's all. I have a couple more, but uh, I don't want to... Uh, I don't think we're going to run short on time, and I want to end on a high note, and uh, not on a uh, a man who burned a four year old to oh burn a, oh, a demon geez. out of him. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one oh, too. Oh man, I don't know that one, but that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I opted out on that one. Mm-hmm. What's your second one? The other one was a uh, Japanese. Uh, the Japanese are um, reviving this mythical mermaid monster to ward off coronavirus. Oh, yeah. What does it look like? Scroll down. Like a mermaid? Uh, there's really not a picture. I mean, it looks like an anime character. <laughs> What's funny is its name is Amabi. What? Amabi. Anabi? A M A A M A B I E. Amabi. 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 You a B. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, eh, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man. What was the one I gave you? There was one that. Oh, what are you I talking had a really about? Good one, but what are I you talking about? What it was about. Oh, sorry, I'm like way yeah, far I away. Um, no, I had one that. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me like that would be great it? for your show. I was like, you need I, this one for your show. It wasn't important enough to care. I'm oh. sorry. Hang on. Give her a minute. Okay. No, No, we have no luck on it. Oh, but there was one that I thought was kind of comical where it's just the fire department is warning people, or should I say, reminding people not to leave hand sanitizer in their car. What? You had to remind people? Yeah. Because, you know, things expand and explosions and And it's uh, alcohol based and, and, you know, it's like a small little, you know, Molotov cocktail in your car. I don't know. <laughs> Plot twist: I have hand sanitizer in my car right now. Yeah. So. What do you? <laughs> it's dun, next to dun, the crayons. What do you think <laughs> about that? Um, about that, President Trump, about what he wants to do with the uh, what's it called? Hydroquin or? Oh yeah, hydro uh, hydro Harlequin. Uh, yes, Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's hard to get, I guess. Well, it's only hard to get because the government has made it hard to get. Dude, this thing has been. It is an extremely common drug. Used for malaria, um, and uh, in fact, it's funny because I think you, you're the one who sent me the link yeah. to it, right? I mean, this was a, it was. It's like there's a TV show that literally is in its one hour show has proceeded to explain the 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 entire climactic or anticlimactic series of events that is currently happening right. here, right. as far as this. Uh, uh, and they, I mean, they even use like you know the the coronavirus SARS as an example, and uh, how this um, hydrochloroquine was used to um, you know they noticed that malaria pa- patients who um, people who had malaria and this particular um, strand of coronavirus performed really well using the hydrochloroquine and yeah i don't know i think it's funny that people are freaking out like so you get people like um 
uh, oh, what's his name? Lennon from uh, CNN. Lemon. Um, oh, I want to say John Lemon, but that's not his name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, even Cuomo's brother, right? They're, they're like making this big deal about. Uh, how dare the president use this stuff? It's not even regulated properly. How does he know it's even... I'm like, you're the same people who want him to die. Why bring it up? Why not just say, go at a boy? Yeah. You do it, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying, but it, because the reality is is that it, it's all about the trying to make... To, to vilify the man, right? right? Trying to vilify him. And and the regardless on on if it's effective or not, it's oh man, I wish I could remember what it's called, but there's a there's a term used when you take a drug as a precautionary thing, right? So like people who are going to third world countries, they'll take this hydrochloroquine bec- uh, as a preventative measure because it it helps to make it harder for these certain um these certain cells to reproduce to 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 multiply, right? And so you're basically like giving yourself a little booster. Uh, I can't remember what the term it's is like for it. It's like taking emergency. Yeah, it's like yeah, you it's like, like you know, it's like when you're feeling when you're starting to feel a cold and you take emergency yeah, or yeah. you bust up your boost up your vitamin C or whatever. It's the same kind of principle, right? Um, and and uh, and doctors are like, yeah, wouldn't it make sense for you to take it as a preventative instead of as a you know as a as a um, you know a curing type did you, thing? Did you literally hear like when because when he said it, there was like literally a gasp in uh in like, oh yeah oh no it was <gasps> it, it, he said it and it was just like it was like <gasps> and everyone like, was like really? trying to get questions yeah it's like you know but it's you know why it's because he was for it. People protested against it. Uh, there was a. I watched this woman. Uh, she was a doctor from Texas, I think, and she was saying how she started prescribing it to her um, to her patients that had the COVID, and they would go and uh, try to claim the the prescription. And she got a call from the pharmacist, and he said, "I am not going to fill these prescriptions unless you give." No, the yeah. cause, unless you right. explain the cause. Well, that is a that's a breach of of um, of you know confidential doctor confidentiality. Yep. So what she decided to do instead is she would just label that as something that is from uh, you know because you can that, use yeah. it for all kinds of different things you know and so they'd say oh they've got um, they got high blood pressure right here you go right they've got this here you go right so apparently HIPAA laws are are known void during a. Uh, quote unquote sure, word. Sure, but but the thing is is that he the from from my understanding the pharmacist was even like I'm I'm not doing this because I want to. I'm doing this because I have to because the the board of the pharmacist the far, the pharmaceutical board or whatever it is um had made these rulings that they cannot just give it out. Why? Exactly. My thing is like why? Right. I'll tell you why because there's a good chance that it's effective. And even yeah. then, even if it's not because it's effective, it's because maybe it's because President Trump has suggested that it would be beneficial, right? Yeah. Anything that that man wants to do, there's 40 people in line to try to undo it, yeah. you know? I just think, like, can you imagine if he had the undying support that Obama had? Think about oh, the yeah. stuff that would get done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They think about the stuff yeah. that would get done. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyways, well, guys, hey, thank you so much for uh, for enduring this time with us. This, uh, what are we? Where are we at now? And uh, almost two hours. Two hours. That's two right. hours. That's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, but you know, hey, guys, I just want you to know that if you have any kind of questions, any comments, any concerns, 
Feel free to hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on our email address at letsgetjackedup at gmail.com. That's right. Um, there's, you know, we'd love to know what you guys want to hear. You got a topic we, you want us to discuss? We'll do our research as best we can and we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, and uh, if you're an expert, let us know. Maybe we'll have you on the show. You know what I like to do uh, next month, maybe in June, mm. obviously, because that's next month. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, is have on a. A person who is a flat earther and a person who is a global earther, you know? Okay. And, and, and get them size on them the up. show. Yeah. And all we do is kind of mediate the thing. Sure, sure. And let them go at it. And maybe like a 10 each of them get 10 minute rounds. Okay. First round, 10 minutes. Because, you know, we got to take a break. Sure. So that would be fun. I think that would be very interesting. The hard part about that is orchestrating it right and uh, making it happen. But I think we could do that. We got to find two people who do that. I do locally. Yeah. No, we'll get them on the phone or whatever. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I mean, that that'd be great. And you know, the other big thing that I, you know, we're just vo- voicing these things out loud. But um, you know, we still could have access to the radio station, right? Possibly. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to do what we had originally thought with, uh, uh, you know, monthly band. Get a band of the month and and have them come in and and you know do a little piece and just give a little. You know, shout out and talk for a little bit about what they're doing and whatever. That'd be um, fun. But yeah, so anyways, guys, sorry, we're running yeah, on tangents <laughs> a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the bottom line is this, is that, you know, we, we want to, we're here for you guys. We, we enjoy talking. I like to hear myself talk. Let's be real. <laughs> Uh, ask my wife of uh, seventeen years. So she'll much. she'll tell you. She'll tell you. Uh, so like you're but, saying, Karen, that uh, your conversation should be on a radio or podcast all the time. What? Oh yeah. yeah. Because could you imagine? Because you guys argue. We have. Oh, we, we don't argue, but we 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 have conversations. We heated discussions. So Not even I, heated. What I do is I just try to get him to think about what he's saying. In that, okay. What you're saying is this. This is how it's being taken. Is this what you mean by it? Is really like the only reason yeah. why I constantly question him is, is like you're coming <laughs> off as kind of a dick right now. So, so can you well, clarify? But, but, because I know you're not a dick. Can you clarify that this is how you're? Yeah. You know, and the hard part for me like, is that <laughs> I, I speak very matter of factly. Yeah. And, and that's the part that bothers me because I'm like, no, like it's not. I, I don't it's know. not black and white, even though it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Folks, we really do love Jesus. I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, We're no, but that's like, what I'm getting at. Is that for me? You know, um, you know, our, our faith tells us that that there's truth and there's lie. It's very clear cut, right? Um, and if if I know something to be factually based, then I'm going to present it as if it is factually based. I can't sit there and say, well, maybe it's not. Maybe I'll consider your bullcrap opinion on something. But I'm like, I can't do that. I'll call a spade a spade. And, and unfortunately, as I said before, there's a lot of people who don't know how to deal with it. Mm. I, I'm willing to hear. When I was working um, before this whole COVID thing, I had a, a coworker um, who was like in a supervi- supervisory position. We would have great conversations. We disagree on eighty percent of everything, 
But we would have great conversations because there was this clear understanding that we're just two people talking about things. Right. We're sharing ideas. We're not trying to change each other's ideas or change each other's minds, but we're just trying to show both sides of that coin. Mm. Right? right. And it was great because the people around us enjoyed it because we never got heated at each other. We never yelled. We never were like, you're an idiot or anything. But it allowed them who were the undecided people to hear both sides and then decide effectively. I think you know? that's a good idea. It's great. Yeah. It was great. In fact, one of the younger, there's a girl in our class. She was, uh, I think she's maybe 21. And uh, she, she sought me out on Facebook and on Messenger just to say, I miss the conversations that you guys had because it was so amazing to see how everything, like to see both sides of those, of those, um, you know, problems of life. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, but again, I, that's just the way I've always been. I think it's my managerial background where I just have, it's easier for me to, to tell you what I expect you to do and have it be wrong than to question, to constantly question myself. Mm. Well, you know? But I think that that's where you and I like have a lot of conversations oh, yeah. is because yeah. oftentimes I am on that opposite side. Yeah. I am on the, or I can at least sympathize or empathize with that other side to where it's yeah. just kind of like, you know, and again, that's why I say you can't make like these blanketed statements because that is all inclusive. And it's like, not everyone is like that, you know, like just like the stigma of, you know, if I give, if I give the homeless guy a dollar, he's going to go use it for drugs. And, blah, blah, blah. Right. and I know you would be like, but chance ninety nine percent chance that he is okay. Yes, but not every homeless person <laughs> but, will do. That. Well, but on the, on the flip <laughs> so. side, though, for me though, my my philosophy is, if I give him that money, it's not my money yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't I don't yeah. normally practice that because I don't necessarily feel the need. I'll buy somebody a sandwich before I give him money. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I uh, but I. I choose not to give them money because I I don't want to enable potentially enable something. Well, honestly, right? I, you know, here's what I do: I will give them food if there's if it's right by a fast food yeah, place or yeah. something. But uh, I always have to pray about it before because if they if they come up to me and say, and if I have some change, okay. But um, for example, like there was somebody that was out right by the bus stop, but. I just didn't have a good inner feeling about him, and I wanted to, but I just uh, I, I felt like he was dangerous in a way. Mm. So that gut feeling in my inside me, I, I didn't. But there was another time where I did uh, with a different person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I yeah go with well, the gut. You know, and that's the thing is that it, here's the the greatest thing about the where we live is that it is your prerogative. I mean, it's your prerogative. You 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 pray about it before. Maybe I don't. Maybe I give it to the person knowing they're going to do drugs, and my hope is that they they OD and I don't have to deal with them anymore. Shamanic. <laughs> yes. Listen, but, I, but, but but what I'm getting at that's See, an extreme. Kind of sound like a dick right now, but I'm not saying that's what I do. But what I'm saying at is that wait, that wait, wait, because wait. it's you. Because it's your money, right? Yes. You're choosing uh, to do with it what you want. Your motives, it doesn't matter what the motives are. If you decide to give that person that, that thing, whatever it is, money, food, uh, an item, whatever, a possession, you've got the freedoms to do that, right? But and then, But again, we've had friends who will argue like, 
well, what does your Bible say about that? You're supposed to give to everyone. You're supposed to give to all of the poor. You're supposed to yeah. give, you know, like yeah. without even a second thought about it. And if you don't, what kind of a Christian are you? Well, I am human. And <laughs> well, and my save sinner. And my Bible does but not tell me to and, give it freely. But that's black and white. Yeah, but my my Bible does not tell me to give to everyone. Yeah, the new American standard. Yeah, is that what right. It's uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. That's that, yeah. You're you're cutting into next week, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, t- uh, Karen, you mind praying us out of here? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, our Father in heaven, we're so grateful for uh, bringing us here today, Lord, and just the ability to talk about all of these things that are going on in our world right now, Lord. They're such trying times, and sometimes it's hard because when we take our eyes off of you and we put our eyes on the things of this world, it can mm. be very discouraging. And yes. Lord, we ask your forgiveness for um, not trusting you mm. and not remembering that you have a plan for all of us, Lord. We're so grateful that we have you in our lives. We have you as the one that gives us hope in a very hopeless time. And Lord, we just pray now that in the days and weeks to come, Lord, whatever is going to happen, that we would remember that you have a plan. Nothing is going to happen that you don't know about, Lord. And there are things that we will agree with, things we don't agree with. And Father, we just pray now that in all things we would be glorifying to you, exemplary of what your Son would do, Lord. Um, I speak for myself in this words during this time, God, it feels like you're so far away and I've taken my eyes off of you and I just pray that you would give me the strength even tonight to turn back, to Mm. return, to just really, really give you my heart, my mind, all of it, Lord. Um, I'm just grateful that you are forgiving God, Lord, for all that we do. And God, we just pray now that you would help anyone who's out there who doesn't know you, Lord, that uh, hopefully through these words, Lord, we're just three sinners saved by grace, Lord, that uh, that they might be able to know that you are a loving God, a forgiving God, Lord, a just God as well. Um, you won't let sin go unpunished, but Lord, your son died and took that punishment for us. So, Father, we're so grateful for that. We just pray now that you would um, help us again just to remember you've got a plan for all of us, and you are going to take care of us, Lord, whether that means we get sick, whether that means we make it through different times, difficult times, Lord, you are there. And we're so grateful for that. We just pray for our listeners. We pray for anyone who is out there that is struggling, Lord, that you would put your hand upon them, and that you would help them just to reach out reach out, Lord, because it can feel like such an isolating time. Mm. Just pray that you would help them to have the strength to reach out to someone and know that they are not alone, Lord. For even if they're not able to reach out, you are there, and I pray that your presence will be made known to them, Lord. Again, we're so grateful that we can come before you and make our requests known. We're grateful even more that um, you love us enough to take us where we are, Lord. So, Father, we just give you tonight, we give you our show, and we just pray that you would um, just help us to be better tomorrow than we were today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Karen. Uh, folks, I know we didn't be true Jesuses today, but uh, I will tell you that if you have a question or a prayer request, we there's several ways to get a hold of us. It's uh, Let's get jacked up at gmail.com is you could email us any request or even if you have an idea for a show. Uh, we have Twitter. We're on Twitter. Let's get jacked up. We have Facebook, and we have YouTube. So there's several different ways to get a hold of us, and we do want you to do that. So 
Uh, something that I gotta remind myself every day is be in this world, but not of this world. So long, everybody. Yeah. Good night. Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at letsgetjackedup.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course at fringeradionetwork.com. XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you wall-to-wall coverage with XFi Pods, so you can search, stream, and game all over your home, from bedroom to basement. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi. Although Total Wine and more stores are temporarily closed, great wines at great prices can be shipped right to your door when you order on TotalWine.com. Shipping fees are waived with any order of $99 or more on select wines. Plus, look for a special offer for Fresno customers. 20% off select wines when purchasing eight or more bottles. Shop now at TotalWine.com. Order online at TotalWine.com. Shipping available on wine only. Exclusions and limitations may apply. Offer ends May 31st. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.